The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. If you're a sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended, then turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. What is going on, my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 212. Today's date is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. We are live as always over on YouTube and Facebook and I believe on Twitter. So if you're out there live, say something. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you're new to the channel, new to the show and all of that, and you want to say hello, please say hello. Tell us where you're from. We'll see if we can pop that cherry. We, uh, we promise you that we're going to try to make you smarter, but we're just going to really just try not to make you any dumber. Can't guarantee it. If you want to call in, yes, you can call in or text into the show. You can utilize a ghost tactical hotline presented by our good friends, Rod and Shelly Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is 530-364-4678. It is scrolling down below. I believe, yep, it is. Once again, 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole and you can't find the way out and you're questioning whether there's light out there or not, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you any medical advice, but I sure as hell can probably be a decent ear to listen to you. But if you are looking for someone and some place to go that can get you some help and get you towards medical attention, then please remember two things. One, you're not alone in this fight. You've got a lot of brothers and sisters out here that are willing and able to help. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255 and Veterans Press 1. We are spotlighting, as always, United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, Please see the website marines.com. And as always, we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. It's a website that has a lot of pro-gun, pro-2A, pro-freedom podcasts all in one area. If you're interested, check out selfdefenseradio.net. So we are joined by a couple of our buddies, and we're going to have an interesting conversation tonight. But before we start doing that... Let's say hello to uh, our guest tonight from the big sky up there in Montana. We got the rogue banshee. What's up, man? Hey, man. Not uh, not much. We've got our first snow flying out there in the hills, and the smoke's coming out of the air, so we can uh, we can breathe again up here. Yeah, well, that's a. I guess that's a good thing. Breathing is always a good thing. So Tur- turning turning oxygen into carbon dioxide is a good thing to do. It- it helps. It usually helps to uh, to live. So, yeah. And from the great state of Texas, the tactical virus, I mean, leprechaun. Well, he's usually Clover Tech tonight. He's, I don't know, he's something called GunTuber Academy. So, what's up, GunTuber Academy? <laughs> Yo. I'm just here to tick people off and chew bubble gum. And, oh, oh wait, uh, I'm all out of bubble gum. Yep. So... <laughs> uh let's say hi to some friends out there in the live chat 
Gun-loving grandpa says he got his new scope mounted yesterday or today, so that's awesome. Can't wait to see him in a couple weeks. Hopefully, he's going to ride up to Missouri with me uh, in a couple weeks, and we're going to go watch a PRS match up there. So it'll be awesome to see him again. Uh, let's see here. Who else is out there? Defense Dad says, yo, yo. He said, uh, this should be a good show. Trust me. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, Rod and Shelly are out there. Aegis Gun Care. We're good buddies out there. Go pick yourself up a field kit. Amazing, amazing item. Gary out there. Gizzard Gary. Go check him out. He does a lot of content. TJ's out there. If you notice, TJ's out there with the green letters and the, the crayon. He is a YouTube channel member, so I want to send a quick shout-out to all my YouTube channel members and my patrons. I couldn't do this without you. Thank you so much. 223DMR says, hey, Gizzard, Ghost, Clover, Banshee, what's up? What is up? AWAG's out there. This is howdy, gentlemen. I don't know who he's talking. He must be talking to you guys. He sure as hell ain't talking to me. And uh, so, you know, Clover, the show's over. Uh, we can end it right now, apparently. Clover has already answered the question. Right. He said the answer is no. So, um, yeah, let's talk firearms now. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, let's see here. And AWAX says that I convinced him to build an AR-10. Well, I don't know if I had it well. I mean, you're saying I had something to do with it. I, I'm glad I did. Um, ultimately, this comes down to whether you really want to do it. Maybe I pushed you over that edge. Um, but, yeah, I think it's 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 a, the long game has been a blast for me. It really has so far. And I haven't even shot my first competition yet, but. I'm having a blast learning and just soaking in as much knowledge as I can. Uh, Rob D out there says, you can trust me with everything besides candy. I, I understand. I, I resemble that comment. Uh, let's see here. And I think we're caught up. So as we all know, our, our favorite squids out there. What's up, Keith? How you doing, buddy? Uh, as you know, um, we have polls out there and our Twitter polls out there, I, not Twitter, they're community polls now. I took them off Twitter and just put them on here. Twitter's a weird place. I know everyone knows that, but that's just a weird, weird place. So I just kind of kind of left it. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it, I, I never have understood Twitter and I, maybe I'm not supposed to, but it, it's a weird place. But anyways, we do have polls that we publish every week at Thursday, Saturday, and Monday mornings at 10 o'clock. So uh, we always have some fun with them this next week. In those polls, check them out. Like I said, we release new ones every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday mornings at 10 o'clock. Let's go over the ones from last week and see what you guys think. Um, so the first one has 772 votes. It was last Thursday. Which of these of these is your favorite? This is talking candy now, guys. So airheads, sweet tarts, twizzlers, jolly ranchers. And M&Ms. I didn't really want to go with like candy bars and all of that stuff. Um, I left out the one that I think, you know, I'm, I'm a big, as you guys know, I'm a big gummy bear guy. I don't know if many people are, so I left those off. But uh, I'm going to start with Rogue. Of those five, Airheads, Sweet Tarts, Twizzlers, Jolly Ranchers, and M&Ms, what's your favorite? Jolly Ranchers. Mm, the I gay farmers. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's awesome. I, I I like them. I can't eat them as much as I used to. I used to love them, but yeah, I you know I, I, that's that's the thing. When I was a kid, bit. I could eat I could eat like a bag of those things. Now, not so much. But what I like about Jolly Ranchers is that when I do speaking engagements for my day job, I get dry mouth while I talk, so I usually just pop a Jolly Rancher on it. You know, yep. in oh, between yeah. my cheek and gums, and just it kind of solves that problem for me. Plus. Oh, we taste good. Sugar high too. Yeah. Um, if you have fillings, may not want to go with Jolly Ranchers. Just saying. Um, Clover, what about you? Of those five, you got a favorite of those five? Sweet tart kind of guy. Yeah, I love sweet tarts. I, um, I, I especially have grown fond of the sweet tart ropes. See, I, I am not a big fan of sweet tart ropes. Like You'll figure, but um, yeah. Like For me, I, I would say sweet tarts, and, and I would say maybe Twizzlers, but I don't really like these Twizzlers themselves. Licorice, I'm, I'm going to put licorice because I'm not a huge Twizzler fan. I love red vines, and if you've ever had red vine, then um, phenomenal. Got our homie. What's up, Mike from Ohio from MK Outdoor Journal, formerly known his budget guns and gear. What's up, Mike? How you doing, buddy? Hey, All right, man. Glad to see you guys. Thanks for the yeah, man. Where the hell you been? Busy. Life. Busy life. Yep. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, so we're doing our polls, and uh, of these, Airheads, Sweet Tarts, Twizzlers, Jolly Ranchers, and M&Ms. What's your favorite? When I could eat them, M&Ms. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. M&Ms yeah. without any doubt. Now, do you like whatsoever. peanut or regular? Regular. Yeah. Yep. My wife loves the peanut M&Ms. I prefer, of M&Ms, I prefer the regular, but my wife loves. My favorite, though, is, I think most people know that. Well, that's days. obvious with your description of the whole, uh, you know, red vine twizzler uh, licorice thing, because that's kind of the consistency mm-hmm. of a gummy bear, right? So it makes sense. The red vines are closer to gummy bears consistency, yeah. But and that's probably why I like them. They're they're yeah. softer. But I just like the taste of a red vine versus a Twizzler. That's just me. Yeah. Um now let's kind of go with the the crowd says like 772 votes in first place overwhelmingly, which is kind of surprising with 50% of the vote MMs. In second place at 18% is Jolly Ranchers. Airheads and Twizzlers come in tied at 12% and Sweethearts 8%. Little surprised by that. I, I, you know. Nah, Sweethearts is dollar store candy nowadays. It doesn't get any love. Sweethearts might be one of the oldest ones on that list. But um, I think M&M's is probably the biggest commercial one on the list. So Mm -hmm. for all all those out there that like to stick it to the man, you're not doing a very good job by eating M&M's. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Now, I will say that Rob D does have a really good point. The chewy sweet tarts. Now, those are damn oh, good. Man, the, the big, you got those old, big ones. Big old oh, school oh, ones. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Those now, they got the little chewy sweet tart dots, and they're okay. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. But the, but the old school. Like the, the little bit bigger nerds. Remember the nerds candy mm-hmm. back in the day? Yeah. The little yeah. bigger nerds. Yeah. But I, I'm big into anything. Like, I just like that flavor profile, right? Yeah, sure. Because uh, yeah. I've been doing some. Uh, some keto they're keto meringue cookies is kind of what they are but in all honesty they're you know i figured out a way to get it to where they're sweet tart flavored mm-hmm. uh, and oh man they're amazing um so for mm-hmm. me 
it's definitely that that something about that flavor profile. It doesn't matter if it's crunchy, chewy, or whatever. I just like that flavor profile. Yep, oh, I hear you. Uh, our second poll, like I said, we put three polls in every week: Thursday, Saturday, and Monday mornings at ten a.m. Our second one, let's have some fun with them. Is uh, five hundred ninety votes, and this is for the month of October. I went through and looked at some of the releases and all of that. What movie are you most looking forward to seeing this month? I'm not saying you have to watch them this month, but the ones that are going to be released this month. Uh, you have Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which might be the greatest like title, like Let There Be Carnage. Love that title. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, The Many Saints of Newark, The New James Bond, No Time to Die, which is going to be Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. Halloween Kills comes out uh October 15th, and then the new Dune movie comes out later in the month. Uh, Mike, of those, do you have anyone that you are really looking forward to see? Well, I already saw Many Saints. Um, What'd you think? I've heard uh, mixed reviews. Don't waste your time. Yeah. If Let me, let me back up on that. If you want to go, oh, man, that's so-and-so, or oh, that dude did a great poly, or man, he hit Sill to the T. Go ahead and watch it. If you want yeah. an entertaining story, eh, it kind of it, it kind of drags. Does it? Is it a true prequel to Sopranos, or is this just a thing they're trying to make money on? Yes. Okay, because I've heard both. I've heard both that um, it doesn't give a Tony Soprano origin story. If right, because I guess for, in this movie, Tony is not the main character. Tony in this is movie. not the main char- character. Uh, Christopher Moltisanti's dad, Dick Moltisanti, is the main character. Okay. But of the ones that I haven't seen, I'm looking forward to seeing Dune. I hope they okay. I hope they didn't woke it up too much. <laughs> I'm sure they did, but we'll see. Yeah. Everything else is you. So you guys. Never mind. That's a conversation for off air. We'll go with that. <laughs> um Clover, what about you? Of these, are you are there any of these that you are looking forward to see? Venom, without a doubt. Yeah, Venom looks good. Yeah. Rogue, what about you? Yeah, I'm between James Bond and um, and Dune right now. I'm I'm leaning more towards Dune because I don't know if I can watch a three hour James Bond movie. They do introduce the next Bond in this movie. That's a spoiler yeah. alert. I'm not going to say who it is. But they do introduce the new 00, I shouldn't say James Bond. The new 007 is introduced in this movie. So I'm not sure they're going to be called James Bond, just saying. If it is, it'll be kind of weird. Um, but yeah. Uh, for me, um, yeah, Venom, I'm looking forward to seeing Venom. Um, for me, James Bond, I definitely want to see him. I'm a big James Bond fan. And I understand from what I've heard so far. This might be the best Daniel Craig James Bond movie he's done. So I've heard that from a lot of different people. So I'm definitely wanting to see that. But for me, um, a lot of you may or may not know, I'm not a big horror film fan. I'm more of like a scary movie fan. Um, But the one series that I've always loved since I was a kid and will watch all of them is Halloween. And I cannot wait uh, to see Halloween. And um, yeah, I love Mike. Michael Myers is to me is there's a lot of good ones out there, but Michael Myers is the king, in my opinion, of 
the horror villain slash anti-hero, whatever you want to call them, characters love Michael Myers. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and the last poll uh, was out yesterday. And it kind of goes into what we're discussing. And actually, I put this poll out. I put, I put them out. I schedule them like a week or two in advance. Um, this came out before the, the idea of tonight's show happened. But uh, it kind of sort of goes into what we're going to talk about tonight. But the, the last poll question is, is how much of your YouTube viewing is firearm related? Zero to 20 percent, 20 to 40 percent, 40 to 60 60 to 80 and 80 to 100 percent um i'll start with clover of your entire youtube viewing if you had to kind of put a number on it how much of it is actual firearm content so i chose 20 to 40 percent but mm -hmm. it's very possible it's right there on maybe that 20 percent line so it's very yeah. possible it could actually be less than that right yeah. so i would say 18 to 22 i mean somewhere in that range not a lot at all no i hear you I hear you. I'm, I'm about the same way. Could be 18 to 22% is kind of where I am. Now, Gunmetal Guy says, Daniel Craig, and I, I tend to agree. He is not close to being, obviously, you're not going to pass up Sean Connery, but I, I haven't been a huge, I don't dislike Daniel Craig. He's been better than others, um, but he hasn't been my favorite james bond that being said he's had some decent movies you know there's been a couple of them that have been pretty good and they say that this one's the best one he's done so you know what i'm gonna give it a chance and, and say hey you know maybe they, they did it right with him heading out the door and his contract was over his 007 so we'll see but yeah uh, i'm the same way clover um that kind of the 18 to 22 percent is where i would fall in uh rogue what about you if you had to kind of put your youtube viewing in there how much of his firearm content i'd say zero to 20 um because i actually listen to a lot of music during the day mm -hmm. on youtube yep. mm -hmm. so i got playlists out there for a workout and just you know at just about anything i'm feeling like so i listen to a lot of music on youtube and um that pushes the firearm content down yep no i hear you uh, Mike, what about you? Um, your YouTube viewing, what what kind of percent do you think is firearm related? About 40%. Okay. Yeah. A good deal. Now, if I were to, I'm going to run this, so all of you guys can kind of just jump in, but I'm going to start with Mike. If I threw in like outdoor content, whether it's prepping, outdoors, hunting, if I threw firearm slash outdoors into it, does that change your uh, your numbers? Oh yeah, that bumps it way up. That 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 puts it around eighty percent. Because about the other forty percent is outdoors related stuff. Yeah. Uh, then I listen to some music stuff and and like the Professor of Rock, he's awesome. Um, yeah. And I like this stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of leather work I like, stuff. I like right? it because he's a big fan of the Smiths, and you don't find many out there. So uh, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, Clove Banshee, when you start adding outdoor other outdoor content, does that change your numbers at all? Nope. Yeah, mine goes way up at that point. I probably about around fifty percent at that point. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe a little over fifty percent. Okay. Yeah, for me, it doesn't change my numbers. Um, 
I watch a lot of music. I listen to a lot of music stuff, uh, comedy stuff, some sports stuff. Um, but I would say the vast majority of my stuff on YouTube is military related. Most of that are podcasts. Um, I love listening to uh, military podcasts. Um, and so my feed is, is, is very much music and military content of some sort. Uh, it was funny because Clover and I were talking on the phone yesterday. I'm going to go ahead and try it again. Uh, looking at, I want to go to the homepage on YouTube. And let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. It took five lines to get my first firearm content related to pop up now. And that's uh, an NRL video from 2019 about a, a match out there. But most of mine is military, uh, some music. Um, I've got a, uh, a Billy Bean versus Grady Fusen Moneyball clip, I guess. I like Moneyball. Um, but a lot of stuff is podcasts and military stuff and music that's the vast majority of my stuff so you know you know we we were comparing when you know the other day like that so i just pulled mine up yeah. and i don't know if it's because of the show i don't know what's what the deal is but like in the first five shelves let's say on mine i've got three firearm and all three are you <laughs> well it's funny because you know we were talking on the phone earlier I didn't have any in like the first four or five shields except for yeah. one. And it was like a second one. And that was your video, your lawn chair pop from last night. So it was funny. It's like, it's like it knew we were on the phone or something, you know, uh, no, the bromance crazy. is going strong. It's crazy, man. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, so general foe out there says, uh, obviously you read the title says, of course not. I don't even trust my neighbors. Well, I don't trust my neighbors either, but I don't really don't know my neighbors. I stay, you know, my neighbors aren't really neighbors they are way down. So, uh, but yeah, minor family. So I certainly don't trust them. <laughs> exactly. 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 Like I said, guys, the polls are fun. It kind of gives us a chance to break the ice out there, have a little fun. Like I said, we drop new polls every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday morning at 10 o'clock on the community tab of our YouTube channel. So uh, have some fun voting in those. Uh, I, I probably, um, damn it. I didn't even go through what the uh, results were, I don't think. So let me get back over there and find those results. Okay, so 849 votes. The one that was released yesterday. Uh, leading the way is 30%. And that says 30% of the vote is 60 to 80% of the viewing content is. Vote is 20 to 40. And third place with 22% of the vote is 40 to 60. And fourth place with 15% of the vote is 0 to 20. And coming in last with 10% of the vote is 80 to 100, which I kind of figured 80 to 100 was definitely probably going to come in last because that's that's a, that's just a lot of content that's firearm related. And I, we all love guns, but, you know, I, I guns are not my life. You know, uh, it's not it's not something that uh, uh, Kent. Nelson, for those of you who don't know, is the gun snob. He's over on the Facebook side being a loner. He says, this is lonely over here. I'm headed to YouTube. So 
He also has a link if he wants to join in. Check your email, dude. Um, Elster's out there. How's it going? Hey, can I ask what a question? Is up? Yeah, man. Of that YouTube time, how, how much mm. a day do you spend watching YouTube? Oh, shit. I mean, <laughs> honestly... Well, that's 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 an interesting question. Actually, watching um, an hour a day, maybe. Yeah, same here. No, throughout the day, I'm on YouTube a lot because I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the YouTube side is on quite a bit, but I'm most of the time if if I'm on, I'm listening to podcasts in the background while I'm doing something else. Um, so technically I'm really not watching YouTube. I'm just listening to the podcast, but, um, yeah, actually sitting there focused on YouTube, I would say maybe an hour a day, maybe an hour a day, uh, yeah. maybe close Same to half an hour. Same here. I was just kind of wondering what that looked like. Cause I'm, yeah. I have it on maybe about an hour unless I'm doing something and I've got it on in the background. Whole different issue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Okay. Clove, Rogue, let's ask you those. Clove, Rogue, what about you? How many yeah, hours a day? How long do you think you're on actually YouTube? Like dedicated to YouTube? I go way longer than that. I go longer than I should for sure. Yeah. Because um, I too have stuff on in the background, like during the day when I'm editing or I'm, you know, writing. Well, I'm not talking about that kind of things, stuff because right? you're really so, but not. As far as dedicated, well, here's my yeah. point. Yeah. We discussed this on the phone. YouTube is exceptional with their algorithms and putting shit yeah. in front of you, right? So, the thing is, I, you know, like at night, I will be like at the kitchen table and I, I screwed up. And at the Dollar Tree, I bought one of the little stands you put your phone on. And I swear to you, I'll go down rabbit holes, right? Because I'll watch something and then it immediately, right after it, it's giving me something that's like, oh my God, I got to watch this. And it's, oh my God, I got to watch this. And it's, oh my God. And the next thing you know, I spent two hours staying up watching freaking YouTube. So no, it's, it's, it's way more than normally I would probably agree with you guys an hour or two, but yeah. I got to stop and consider that and go, you know, ruling that out. Yeah. Okay. Maybe an hour, yeah. but I, I, quite often. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say quite often they send me, they're good at sending you down a rabbit hole and they're successful at it. So quite often. Yeah. I have been down many times that three or four hour rabbit hole where I look at the, my phone, it's two 30 in the morning. Like, Holy hell, you know? Uh, yeah. But just on a normal, if I don't get stuck in a rabbit hole, yeah, I would say maybe an hour. Uh, now go up here. Stop says he listens to a lot of stuff he doesn't need to watch while he's driving long distance in the same way uh he also said that uh he's been a better part of an hour listening to documentary and hank williams i mean there's a like i said i i listen to i listen to youtube probably a lot more than i actually watch youtube uh unknown users said and i think this is where a lot of people especially in the last year and a half have come into play uh, cancel my cable television service because I never watched it. I watch YouTube 90% streaming. Yeah, we cut off our satellite service back in like 2018 and haven't looked back. And it's been nice. Like we have we have streaming services and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't regret cutting the cord for sure at all. Uh, do you guys still have cable slash satellite? Yeah. Mike, Rogue, Clover, anyone? No. Yeah, we, we do. Yep, I do. It's it's my wife's window to the world, you know. No, yeah, I hear you. That's, ex yeah. that's exactly the same reason for us. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Um, all right, fun, fun, fun. Like I said, 
new polls every Thursday, Saturday, Monday morning at, at 10, 10 a.m. So go check those out. Tonight, um, interesting content, interesting topic that we're going to have, and it all really started. I'm a member of many, many, and I know people shit on Facebook, and it's all good, but I'm a member of a lot of different Facebook groups, and that's really what I, when I'm on Facebook, that's, if you guys see me posting on Facebook, I'm actually probably 99% of the time not posting on Facebook. It's probably an Instagram that's been forced over or a video from YouTube or something like that. Um, but a lot of times I spend on on you on Facebook. If I am on Facebook, it's in some groups, and I've got some concealed carry groups. I've joined several long range groups now, a bunch of military groups, and podcasting, and entrepreneurial, and uh, psychology, all sorts of my 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 mind goes a lot of different. I don't have a big brain, but what small brain I do have, it's split up and compartmentalized into about twenty seven different things. So you can just imagine. Um, but anyways, I was in a group and a guy was asking a question and you know how it is. Every time you ask a question in a group, you're going to get the know-it-alls. You're going to get the keyboard. You know, I'm an expert on this and, uh, you're going to get some people that are actually truly trying to help. But a lot of people are going to you know shame you or talk down to you and all that. And then, and so you had to filter through the bullshit in these groups. And I get that. So I, I was filtering through this guy's question in the end replies, and then all of a sudden you see this comment. There's a lot of great videos on YouTube about this subject. You should check some of them out. And I think, yeah, there probably is. Because the question, there's a lot of great talent because, uh, content because I've watched a lot of it in the last couple of months. And then the very first reply, yeah, but can you trust those guys? It got me thinking, that's a damn good question. How much, especially if you're a newbie or you are a newcomer to whatever genre or whatever it is you're talking about, and you really don't know much about that topic, how much can you really trust the YouTubers? Now, specifically, we're going to talk gun tubers. And the reason why I say that is, is I'm going to probably piss some people off tonight, and that's okay. I'm not here looking to make friends. But we're going to be real about some of the things that go on in our community and our niche. Um, is it any different that goes on in any other niche on YouTube? Nope. But this is the one that I know. Um, it's the one I'm a part of, I should say. So, um, But for me, I, when we're talking about firearm content. Now, first of all, I want to sit there and say completely different. Firearm 2A they're lumped into the same thing, but I think they're probably different. Um, now, we're going to talk about both tonight, okay? But I think that you have, there. there's probably more, but I look at three different little categories that are trying to be educational, whatever they're talking about, trying to teach you how to do something with the gun, uh, trying to educate you on some laws that are out there, trying to educate you on history and uh, politics and all that, whatever it is, they're educational. They're, they're actually trying to educate um, out there. And then you've got the reviews, which could be reviews for anything, but the reviewers. Now, this is where a lot of people say, well, I don't trust these guys because they're sponsored or they're being paid to say that. We're going to get down that road. And then you have the last segment, which is the entertainment guys. And I think that 
the easiest way of saying it, as Clover and I were talking earlier, um, I think there are people that are trying to do good and they put content out there for the content. And then they have the entertainers of the world. And the entertainers are there probably, whether they want to admit it or not, for the views and subscribers, the fame, the celebrity, whatever it is. Um, but there are people out there that are not in for the views, but are just entertaining. But I would still probably put those under educational or reviews. Just because you're entertaining doesn't mean you're there for entertainment. Okay. Um, so those are the ones that I put in there. Um, I'm going to bring in Rogue first and say, you know, when you're talking about the firearm content, do you look at, do you break them down into little categories or, you know, how do you think of gun tubers when you start thinking of the types of comment that we other content we put out there? You know, it's funny because until you said that, I didn't really even think about it. I kind of loop, you know, just lump everybody in together. It's to me, it's just gun content, whether yeah, it's sure. um, entertainment. I mean, every once in a while, I, uh, I'll admit, I like seeing, I like seeing something blow up. It's kind of cool, oh, but yeah, that's absolutely. not what I go after. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really didn't even think about it until tonight that, you know, mm. I, for me, the content that naturally draws me in is, um, is, uh, reviews I, I like seeing what mm -hmm. other people are doing on reviews and what they think about products because i'll like you know when i put out a video a review video um a couple a couple of months later i'll i'll see what somebody else did on that just to see what their mm -hmm. thoughts were right you know i i i get it um gun mills is a lot of high school clicks unfortunately got to keep it real there's a lot of that for sure uh, I think there are a lot of people that would say that the gun channels crew, that the, the guys kind of grew up in gun channels is a click. Um, but I think that most people, well, if, if you, if you want to, but you know, I, I know I certainly do. And, and Mike and Clover and rogue, you know, we're, we're able to get into several different groups and all that. So I'm not just kind of that one click, but yeah, I get that what you're saying. Uh, Mike, what about you? When it comes to just, we're going to talk about categorizing the gun tube or niche, you know, what, what categories would you think there are, if there is any. I have to agree with the entertainer thing. Cause there are people that while they play with firearms, they're just playing with firearms and blowing shit up and, and, you know, woohoo, check that out. Wow. Yay. Hey, blah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whiz bang pow, all that crap. There's the educational people. They're like Paul Harrell is a prime example of that one. If you want some education on, on guns, go to Paul Harrell or like uh, forgotten weapons being another one. Uh, there are reviewers. It, it really, those are the main three. There's the, educators there are the entertainers and there are the reviewers um i i don't know really if you're if you're putting the 2a activists in with gun content i would say that's probably if i would say maybe educational um you know i i, I do I, I do put that because if it's if it's not straight up political, what it doesn't matter if it's two A, one A, you know, whatever. If it's if it's if it's focused specifically on two A, I would consider that part of the firearm because 
or bills or the history or whatever, I, I would definitely say that 2A is part of it. Um, but I would kind of definitely put that as an educational or, I mean, like I said, it could be easily say that 2A is maybe something completely different. I, you know, I don't know. I would put them in the same one, but I put it under education, but that's just me. Of course, there are subcategories too, like the shift. Oh, no doubt. Oh, we don't even want to go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to touch on some of those, but yeah, there are. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, as far as trustability, it depends entirely on who it is. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later of what you look for in a trustworthy content creator. Because even though we are creators, we either started out or continue to be viewers. So, yep. um, yeah. Um, now, I don't even know where to put Yankee. Does Yankee, just does he have his own category? It's just Yankee, you know, because he started out, honestly, he started out as entertainment. And he's done a lot more educational and then just weird shit lately. But, I mean, I would say early Yankee was pure entertainment, you know? Yeah. Clover, I'm going to come to you and say, uh, you know, so, guys, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i be back in about half an hour because I'm assuming that once Clover gets going on this subject, he ain't going to relinquish the microphone. So uh, grab them while they're hot. Clover will bring you in and say, you know, starting out, do you categorize content creators in our market in our in our niche, or do you look at all of them as just gun tubers? I categorize. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely categorize. But you know me; I mean, I'm real nerdy into the platform and the creator realm, and you know, it's, you know, you're dealing with niches, you're dealing with sub niches, you're dealing with micro niches, and when you get into the creator mindset, you know, that, I, that's just the way I see, right? Because that's my level of expertise, education, training, whatever you want to call it when it comes to like creators and stuff. So most people aren't aware. They don't look at it from that perspective. And so I understand the 30,000 foot view. And that's why GunTuber Academy is GunTuber Academy, not GunTuber 2A review blow stuff up Academy. Right. Yes. Right. I get the, I get the view. And so um, I'll generally, uh, I'll use that term generally, uh, to describe, you know, anybody that's doing anything to a, anything firearm related just about at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but then, you know, impressed and talking about specific channels, you know, that's when I'll start narrowing things down. And I'm assuming you're going to get into that a little later on. So, Oh yeah. Uh, unknown user says, by the way, Yankee mentioned both you and Clover in his latest video, man, I can't remember the last time I watched a Yankee video, really? Not that I dislike him, but I'm sure he's making fun of, you know, my small hands or us being short or there's no telling. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll go check that out. Um, it is what it is. Um, great question. I'm a little scared, honestly, because uh, we've had some interesting conversations over the last few years. And I'm sure you, you I know you've had interesting conversations with them as well. Um, so, yeah, that could be interesting. Good middle. Is it a favorable term? Uh, Rogan, I'm going to start with you. The word influencer, um, what do you think about it? And is it a favorable term? You know, I'm actually a little, I'm a little middle of the road with that because, um, you know, I think influencer, I, I think if, I think it initially has a, a negative connotation to it because of the whole influence. But, um, 
You know, I, I also think that there are influencers that do a good job. I know we're going to talk about uh, a little later about whether we trust people, but it, it comes to me is uh, when I see influencer, I see the person's work. I decide whether that person is trustworthy or not, not necessarily the word itself. Yeah, sure. No, I get it. Um, Chloe, what about you? The term influencer, is it a good term, bad you term? You know, I think it depends on who's hearing it, right? I think yeah. for you know the average general public out there, I would agree with Rogue that it typically, at first, it has a negative connotation. I think if you're talking with companies or the actual creators that get labeled that, um, I think it's probably a positive thing. Truth, truth is, and this may be a shocking surprise to those that, that did not grow up outside the realm of online and YouTube and Facebook, but influencers have been around since uh, the very first product was ever sold on the face of the earth. Any <laughs> commercial that you hear, read, see anywhere, Sign, radio, Sign, newspaper, and that's an influencer. Driving the, driving the wagon around town, you know, uh, mm -hmm. extra, extra, read all about it, right? Um, that's, that's, you know, so um, you're talking about you know, the sponsorship thing. You're talking about getting um, and even before sponsorship, that's kind of a whole other thing. But, you know, how often do people, uh, companies get something into an athlete's hands, right? Or a politician's hands or an actor's hands, right? And then, you know, just to get them to post wearing those shoes or pants or jacket or sunglasses or whatever it might be, right? On their Instagram post, right? They're not mm -hmm. sponsoring them. They're not, you know, there's no mutual, there's no agreements being made or anything like that, right? Um, they're just using them for their influence. And you see, I'm a big fan of Shark Tank, right? And so that's one of the big things with the sharks that when the people are pitching their businesses and their ideas, they're like, hey, look, I'm, you know, they're multi multi-millionaires right the sharks are and they talk about their influence right so in and of itself no it's not a bad thing but i think with you know the the rise of online media and with some of the it's not the influencing that's the problem right it's the mm -hmm. and it's not the way the reason that influencer not influencing but influencer has gotten a bad rap is the way that some creators do the influencing right yeah and, yeah. I, and I think that's what's brought the connotation on so I think it's specific to certain you know shady trashy borderline you know whatever you want to call it things that those influencers do that kind of you know one bad apple spoils the bunch type scenario you know and I think I think when it comes to the last, let's say, 10 years, uh, where social media has really come on and taken over with the marketing side of things and the social media influencers, not the uh, people that are the commercial people and all of that. It's been going on for a long, long time. Hey, baby, the girls in here. Hey, baby. Um, but social media influencers, honestly, I think that term was probably created by social media influencers uh, when they were trying to give themselves clout to the marketing managers and uh, advertising people for different brands. Uh, I'm an influencer. I influence people's decision. You want to work with me. So uh, I think that may be one of the reasons why influence, because people start calling themselves influencers. It wasn't like marketers and advertisers and companies say, Hey, we want to get these influencers. No, the, the, the term was used by people that were looking to 
get that notoriety and all that. Now, uh, before I go, I want to let Mike come in and, 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 you know, ask you the same question. Influencers, good, bad, and different to that term? I'm indifferent to the term. I accept the fact that whether I like it or not, I am an influencer. And I say that because I have, as a result of my work, my videos, people have bought stuff. They've made decisions based upon information that I've put out. Therefore, I influenced their decision making. If you have, if you've gotten a comment said, Hey man, thanks for your help. I decided to buy this product because of your video or which I've also gotten. I've decided not to buy this product because of your video. Guess what sport? You're an influencer. Now, are you, are you the stereotypical social media influencer attention whore type, which is what I think gives people a, a bad taste in their mouth about it? Well, that's up to you. I have to agree with Clover. It's going to depend very much on how the individual creator approaches it. But if you've helped somebody come to a decision on purchasing a product or not purchasing a product, you're an influencer, fella. Embrace it. Yep. No, I hear you. Uh, Defense Dad says some of these influencers become too self, uh, so self-involved that they think they're entitled to things from everyone. That's that's the dark, ugly, underbelly side of the term influencer. Um, I will never call myself an influencer. I think it's just weird. Um, but I do agree that over the last four years, I have received either comments or emails or whatever, numerous, like countless at this point. Hey, thanks for helping me make that decision. You know, I, I got this because of this and you were right. Or man, you were completely wrong. Um, I'm never going to listen to you again. That's cool. Cause I influenced you not to watch my shit anymore. So I, you know, but, uh, but no, I, I, I do think that that is a part of it. Now here's where we get into the issue in the topic tonight is whether you call them influencers, gun tubers, whatever you want to call them or label them, can you trust them? And I want to start with Clover because we had a, a long discussion today on this topic, and um, he, he really kind of brought up some great points and all of that, and I've got a lot of stuff listed, but uh, I know there are certain particular points that he wants to discuss, so I want to let you go out and kind of start talking about the first idea about trust and all that that we can add on to but i want to give you the floor to bring up the first topic well i mean you know i put a you know i don't know if you're referencing the the shorts video i threw up over on the gun tuber academy channel but but first of all he said i stole the idea i didn't see a short i don't watch his shit I well, you. And it was a YouTube short, <laughs> but no, I threw that shorts up because it was just a thought experiment. It was a thought exercise, yeah, right? Absolutely. And so the premise of that is just throwing it out there for those that are creators. Um, so like all creators are viewers, but not all viewers are creators. Right. And that's one thing that you have to get mm -hmm. a, a grasp on, first of all. So then as a creator, do you create content to educate, inform, and entertain? Or do you create content for views? And then as a viewer, do you know the difference? Mm -hmm. And the sad truth is most viewers don't know the difference. And, and 
I'll say that. Yeah, most viewers don't know the difference. And also most creators don't even know the difference, right? They That's don't right. understand why they're making that content. Um, sure, they go out and do it and they'll say, well, I'm making this content to show off my whatever pistol it is. Well, is that really why you're making that content? So as a content creator, there's a, there's a deeper knowledge and understanding and thread to this, right? Now, and so some, to be fair, before you move on, and we you and I discussed this, to be fair, we all want the views. We all want oh, our content yeah. to get out. But there's a yeah. difference between hoping it gets views and yeah. literally making a video trying to generate views because it's worked right. before or it's worked on someone else's channel and you don't care about the education. It's truly that clickbait. Let's get some views. Well, I'm do sorry, you, go ahead. Do you, yeah, do you abandon the theme of your channel? Do you abandon the value proposition that you bring mm -hmm. To your content you, do you abandon your core audience do you abandon things for the views right that's what i mean by creating content for the views i don't mean tweaking your thumbnails to make them better your channel art or your Absolutely. titles are, that's becoming a better creator there's nothing wrong with that compromising right? integrity just for the exposure right yeah. yeah and even and even chasing trends is Absolutely. not right if you can create a video that again um is on your level. It includes all your the value propositions that you bring and everything else. And you can do that on a current, you know, hot topic that's trending. Brother, do it without a doubt, right? No doubt. Um, no, but when you change the flow, when you change everything up, just for you know, you're just trying to to create that lightning strike, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's what I mean by you know what what motivates you, right? Is it making content? to serve to your audience or making content just to get views from that audience. And if it's the latter, you're probably going to burn out before it's over yep. with. I bet you that's Pat Hirsch. Could be. Let's take it. <laughs> <laughs> Armed Citizen Podcast. Who's this? Hey, Trey, this is Pat Hirsch. <laughs> <How are y'all laughs> we knew it. We knew it was you because you're one of the very few that actually, uh, you know, call in. Uh, what up, Pat? What's up, man? How you doing, brother? Oh, I'm not doing too bad. How's uh, how's everybody on the panel tonight? Living the nightmare, man. Living the nightmare. I hear you. I hear you. Um, no, I just wanted to chime in. I'll try to keep this as quick as I can. Yeah, go for it. Um, as far as the whole influencer deal and uh, getting on YouTube, you know, I've only been doing this for about uh, a little under a year. And it all kind of kicked off with the uh, Ruger Max 9 and the... Uh, uh, sorry, I'm getting <laughs> confused. I got two little, little freaking handguns now. Um, the uh, Shield the, the Plus and the mm -hmm. Ruger Max 9. Sure. And, uh, you know, just just from what I've seen on YouTube, you know, the guys that I follow, which was all you guys, um, just trying to keep it as positive and as real as I possibly can, just mm -hmm. as far as, like, as first... First impressions, unboxing the gun, shooting it, and just shooting it raw, one take, you know, what happens, happens, you know, and just trying to be as forward as I possibly can about this product. I'm not trying to blow smoke or sunshine up anybody's rear end mm -hmm. about it. I'm just giving my honest thoughts and opinions. And as far as the influencer part, you know, I've got several thousand views on both of those, you know, between my wife and me demoing both of those guns. And I've had a lot of positive feedback 
on it. You know, some of it not. I had to delete a couple because there was a comment made about my uh, wife's rear end, so I didn't think that was appropriate for YouTube. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I really didn't consider myself a influencer until I made those two videos, and I've had a lot of people come back on the chat, on the uh, comment side, and say, huh, I'll have to give that a look. Right. And then two, three weeks later, they send me another one, and it's like, yep, picked it up. Great gun. And I've, I've, had no, I've only had one bad, you know, one bad review out of it just because they didn't like the grip on it when they bought it. But I was like, well, I said I was trying to give you the most info and the most comments about what I thought of both of them. So, but, yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's definitely different being on YouTube and uh, doing the reviews and everything. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a deal. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for calling in, bud. I appreciate it. And, and, yeah, you're always welcome. You can stick around if you want. Uh, it's always interesting. Yeah, if you're going to be an influencer – YouTuber, GunTuber, if you're going to be a creator, I, I use the word creator as well. Creator is probably what I was. If you're going to yeah. be a creator, you got to have some thick ass skin. I'm just going to say, if, if uh, you don't have thick skin or you are truly worried about what people think about you, um, you can do one of two things. You can turn comments off on every single one of your videos, which is an option, or two, just don't make any videos. Uh, because you're going to get hate all the time and it is what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you better have some thick ass skin if you're going to just going to troll and hate, you know, that I had to, uh, actually get rid of because I thought they were inappropriate for the level of the channel that I mm -hmm. want to put out. Sure. So I was, you know, just a guy's got to do what he's got to do. But at the same time, you know, I've, I've come from different industries and stuff and worked with the public. You know, if you don't have a thick skin, like you said, you know, and I, I think I've heard uh, most of your panel say the same thing, then you, you either you can either take it and let it roll off your back or you can get the heck out. I know that's that's pretty much your two options. No, I hear you. I hear you. Because if you try chasing down all those trolls and everything out there, you're just going to be mad for the rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. Well, thanks for calling in, brother. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, man, I, I enjoy when you call in. You've actually got your own. You know, when you call in, I, I'm going to put that banner up for you. So uh, maybe that I'll keep that one because. You are the one that calls in the most. And that's awesome. I love that. that's why we have that availability to call in. I think it's really cool. But uh, thanks for calling. I hope you're safe out there. And uh, yeah, anything else you got to say or, or you want to you know talk about before you go? We're good. No, just thanks for uh, letting me come on and kind of voice what I've been through my first year in YouTube. Yeah, uh, for sure. Out reviews and stuff, and just you know, and I've got some silly stuff on there with the kids and stuff too that I think that's oh, yeah. just kind of snapshot you know just off the cuff you know here it is you know so and you know for the most part it's been positive so i i can't complain um i enjoy making the videos and uh hopefully once uh, my harvest season wraps up hopefully uh 
I will have the 500 round review on both of the guns out. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Looking forward to those, buddy. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's get back. Um, Now, I do want to send a shout out to EDC Texan out there. He, 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 uh, he was saying that he found me through one of my IDP videos. And if it, I think the one that he commented on first, I remember from a couple of days ago or whenever it was, was uh, IDPA for Beginners, Episode 1. And that was quite literally the very first video I ever put out. And it is the worst video I ever put out. I am literally selfie styling it. Uh, it it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, but he said that, you know, uh, he liked seeing it was kind of from a normal guy. Now, Clover, he said he was looking for your channel and said, he called that, me a um, frog. He called me a he frog. Me, he is not a frog man. He is not a seal or anything. He is a fucking leprechaun. Um, but he called you, he did call you a frog. So I'm not going to lie. Frog. I mean, I, I get where he's coming from. I, I do get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it, I guess, but oh uh, shit, that was funny as hell. Uh yeah, if I saw that and I, I almost lost it. Um yeah. Now um Buck out there says YouTube don't know how to put an AC compressor on a Hummer. This is true. Um he did that shit all without YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that he does that. He, he's got a lot of knowledge when it comes to cars. Me, I literally, this is no joke, literally was told by the colonel at MEPS when I was uh, taking my ASVAB and all that, getting ready to join the Marine Corps, literally said I could have any job in the Marine Corps except mechanic. They did not want us as a, me as a mechanic. Uh, okay, got in the phone call, so let's take this real quick. Armed Citizen Podcast, who's this? What are you doing? Who? Who's this? This is Roll Call. Oh, I'm damn it, Row Row! I did. I didn't recognize your voice. What's up, Row Row? I was looking for the housekeeping number. No, this oh, is man. this is not the days in. Uh, even though you know, Mike. <laughs> this is more like the Super Eight in St. Clair. Oh, don't do that. Oh, God. God, I hope not. Hey. This is my first time calling in the show. I just want to say, you know what? You know, I've learned a lot over the years from you guys. By the way, he's hammered shit right now. He is fucking hammered. (laughs) You know, I I appreciate what you guys do. You know, I might be a little, I might be a little edgy from time to time. But yeah, you know, you, you fall in line pretty quick. (laughs) <laughs> I tell you what, guys, if you want to be entertained, educated, all in the same boat, Wednesday nights, and there's no, there's no time, so you can't sit there and say, hey, it's at 9 Central or whatever. It's whenever he's good lubed up and whenever he's ready to go. Roll Call 219, Rants and Rapes. Hands down, one of the best, because he there's no time. Telling where this fool's going every week. A lot of times he's going to rant while he's drinking a beer, and 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 I love it. I love you for that, buddy. I love you for that. 
Yeah, you got to get a little sauced up here, man. It, it, it helps the soul. It helps soothe, soothe the soul. Now, he is a verified human. Um, he is not a robot. Correct. So, um, yeah, no, he's up. I'm not, well, I'm not going to say where he's from. He might not want that. But, uh, yeah. So, you said earlier that you've been out hunting all day. Yeah, I went hunting, man. I got busted by about four does. Ruined my day. Yeah. Oh, man, it was horrible, man. I, I'm just having a heck of a time in between working and, and trying to get out in the woods. You know, it's, it's become a real passion here the last last few years, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. So let me ask you, because you're obviously a viewer, but you're also a creator in itself. When you hear the word influencer, what do you think of that term? Uh influencer man i I look at people that are influencing in in some kind of decision making you know some kind of thought process i mean almost when i look at the influencers influencers on like you know the gun tubers it's almost cultish you know yeah no they'll never break free yeah, there's a lot of that. And we, t- we talked about you know, clicks earlier, and, and a lot of people would say from the outside that the gun channels guys are kind of a click and a cult and all that, uh, and that very well could be true, but it's a click that I think that, you know, you're not going to see on, on my channel, especially on a live, you're not going to see people that I don't like or that I think are going to be bad. They're going to be there for whatever. I don't surround myself, or at least I try not to. And if, if someone turns into that, I usually separate myself from that. I want people around me that are in it for the right reasons. And now there's a lot of people that might say that I'm in it for the wrong reasons. That very well could be true. I just well, might be blinded. I don't know. Well, there's plenty from the gun channel's background that yeah. there's plenty of us that don't agree on various things and whatever. Absolutely. But I mean, how often have we all, you know, come together and, and whatever, right? It's like put differences aside yeah. for the big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No doubt. That That's how I see it. I think, I think what, what separates the people that hung out in the gun channels group is, we we will never agree on something, mm. but in the end, we want the same result. And it doesn't matter how we get there or what it takes. We all want the same results. And I think that's what kind of stands out uh, with with the group of guys, especially everybody that meets down in Tulsa. Yeah. You no, know, those those are some of some these guys don't know, man. And all the viewers out there, you guys don't know when you go down there. For some people, yeah, you can make some content, but the main thing is is the camaraderie, the mm-hmm. the joke. I don't know how many times we stand out in front of hotels and we joke with freezing other, our asses off because we <laughs> have to go smoke, and that's cool because <laughs> I smoke. So yeah, right. Having I mean, people falling guys- out of windows and almost killing us. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it's just a great, it's a great time. It's a great part of, you know, what makes us gun owners is, you know, we can relate to certain things. We can disagree with certain, mm. certain things, but in the end, we all, we all want to see the, the, the great things happen uh, that comes around with gun rights, man. Uh, the influencing part of it. Hey man, you do in YouTube is free. 
and I'm not going to lie, but if you want to go to shows, if you want swag, if somebody wants to throw a sticker on a cooler, that stuff isn't cheap. I mean, you could go out and, and get like a, a somebody to make a sticker, a bunch of stickers for a buck, but where's the quality? That stuff costs money, and and, and and generating revenue is something I'm down with, and I think a lot of people have to get over that. Um, and, and influencing people, uh, you're going to have to influence them to, to drop you a dollar, man. And mm-hmm. with that comes content, comes that creator aspect. I mean, my I make the most cringiest videos on the Internet, and I am proud of it. I am so proud of it. And when you guys make a cringy video – I will get on there and I will, I will definitely give you hell because yeah. that's my job to do it. No, I understand. I understand. Now, uh, two live boo out there says real call is under the influence or, um, now it, I will say this. If you want to just laugh, like uncontrollably, like piss your pants, cry and laugh. It's going to be back in April. I want to think it was back in April. It's over on um, MK Outdoor Journal's channel. It was a live heading back from Tulsa back to where they live. And they ran into, they they, they, started, they tried to stop at this hotel, the, the Super 8 up there. Um, and the live stream that happened after that is quite literally had me and my wife. My wife doesn't know any because she doesn't do anything with the guns. She doesn't go into the the public stuff had us crying laughing and we were laughing because of how roll call could not stop laughing it was just hilarious it was it was an hour of just pure laughter i will say this about you roll call you are edgy and i love you for that more importantly i really love the fact that you don't take things quite as seriously as others and i like that too that's a nice kind of um as as clear as I say, a, a palate cleanser from all the other bullshit that's out there. More importantly, there may not be anyone as as real as you, and and, and that's a good thing. Don't ever change. I, I, we all we all love you, especially if anyone's ever met Roe. He's not a small dude. But he's a little teddy bear. He's a little teddy bear with a loud fucking mouth, and I love you for that. Uh, you guys have anything you want to say to Roko? Hey, if anybody wants to uh, get the backstory the ghost was talking about, I dropped the link on the chat. Perfect. I just, I just want to say, I just want to say, I love roll call. Yes, you do, and you make that known every week. I do. You do. You do. He was the best road trip yeah. partner ever. I would imagine that roll call probably has to be the greatest shotgun rider ever. Like honestly. Oh yeah! Uh, two, Never two, three, a dull moment, man. Out of here. He's. <laughs> out of here he probably can't handle it. he must not like roll call so it's all good uh adc texas says roll call channel name it's uh roll call 219 roll call 219 i'm kind of busy if maybe one of my mods out there could put roll calls link out there in the chat for me i would appreciate that for edc texan um there's a lot of really good people in our in our group our click or whatever you want to call them Roll Call is one of the good guys. He's hilarious. You're always going to be entertained uh, with Roll Call for sure. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm always getting into something. Always, always. and, and most of the time you look for getting into something. No, I don't. I, I try don't you not fucking to, lie? Man. Sometimes that stuff. 
sometimes that stuff just falls in my lap, dude, and I got to run with it. I, I ain't got no choice. Uh, I hear you. Now, are you going to be in Tulsa in November? I can't make it in okay. November. Uh, funds are pretty low, man. No, I hear you. Uh, I hear you. A lot of things. Things are changing a lot. You know, if I if I go to Tulsa, it's going to probably always be in April. Yeah. You know, because I work retail and work in retail. You know, I'm stuck doing Black Friday. I mean, ever ever since the Koof Koof come around, it's become a little bit easier to try to get away with the Black Friday, the Christmas stuff. But in retail, man, it's just something that you're oh, you're just it. bound to. Oh, and I, I don't like to be bound to anything, but you got to make a dollar out of 15 cents, you know? <laughs> Exactly. You got you got to do what you got to do. You got to support the family. So, um, and we do what you got to do to do that. So, yeah. Uh, Banshee, Clove, you got any love for for real before he gets out of here? Well, actually, he can stick around. Shit, I don't give a shit. You want to stick around for the rest of the show and just kind of be a panel guest on the phone? As long as you come on my show, man. If I'm awake, um, I don't have a problem. You know, I love hanging out with you now. Ro- with not nice Drake. Eh. Just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, so, so, I gunmetal guy out there. Yeah, he wants to know what happens in Tulsa. Apparently, yeah. he's been in a coma for like five years. I don't understand. Or at least it, under bro. a rock. Yeah. And I love and I love him, but it's like, holy crap! Are you serious? The largest the largest gun, show, gun in the show in the world happens twice a year in Tulsa. That- that we've been covering for the last five years or something. It's like, <laughs> dude, every yeah, April, yeah. every November. Just every Google November, Tulsa. Yeah, just Google Wanamaker Tulsa Gun Show, and it'll get you to the website. It'll give you the dates and all that. Um, mm-hmm. 11 acres of a gun show under one roof. 11 acres under one roof. Yep. Uh, bucket list. And we go... Um, I go at least once a year. I've gone twice, but I, at least I'll, I'll go twice this year. But try to go once. Clover goes every single one. Um, budget. I know you were at the last one. Was that was that your first one? Yeah, that was my first one. Okay. okay. Now, Roe, that was your second one, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think that was my third one. Was it your third? Okay, I got it. I that was my third one. See, I want to I go just because of the whole thing where they said it was Ghost's birthday at dinner. Yeah, just well, to get everybody out again, there singing happy hilarious. birthday. Once again, it's one of those things where um, we go to we go to dinner at least once a night or cook out or something uh, with everyone that's there. And we have anywhere even from ten to thirty people there we've had over 30 people with of, of gun tubers or whatever uh that were there at one point um we're all good friends we all go out to dinner we like to just dog on each other we like to make fun we have fun with each other um but people they some people just don't really you really can't embarrass me because uh, usually i'll just have fun with whatever it is i really don't care especially in a town that i'm not going to see anyone again for a while but uh, no, we, we do have a good time. We will rag on each other. We'll, it's just friends being friends. It's what people do. Uh, now, Rod out there at Aegis Gun Care says, can't wait for Tulsa. So Aegis Gun Care, uh, Rod and Shelly will be making the track down from Idaho to the Wanamaker Tulsa now, on the show. Now, are yeah. you going to be doing a booth appearance with uh, Aegis Gun Care there? 
in November. Hello? Yeah. I said I probably will. I'm assuming you will as well. Yeah, I just want everybody to know that mm. my booth appearance will happen at the Northwest Corner Men's Restroom, stall number three. I'm just, that's where they, whatever reason, that's where they put me. The I don't know why. What but, the uh, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Stop. Is that, is that the same booth that the two Phillies fan, uh, Philadelphia fans Ooh, were? Uh, I don't kind know. Of I don't know. In? That was a joke. I don't do booth appearances. So there you go. I, I hope it's not the same booth that uh, Hickok goes to. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Or Big John, for that matter. I heard, they use the, I heard they use the same one. So <laughs> G23 says 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Hey, I don't, <laughs> I don't judge. I don't judge. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll give you. The, I'll give you this tip. Talking about the restrooms at the largest gun show in the world, there is a line because there's that many people in that few restrooms. Yes, um, 20, 20,000 people a day. They quite often run out of toilet paper. <laughs> there's that many people using the restroom. So um, if you got to drop a deuce, you might want to find another place to do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Or, or bring, bring your bring own. Your own. <laughs> your own toilet paper. <laughs> I, keep, I keep some in my bag, and I'll let a couple. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rod says that's cool because they're going to be in stall number four. That's what booth they're in is stall four. There we go. Well, that works. Um, and Buck says that's enough for a Philly cheesesteak. Now, that's until true. we go to Wanamaker. One of my traditions is every day I must get a Philly. They have a Philly cheesesteak there, and it's yeah. unreal. I will really have is. one this time. I will have one. Yeah, defense as dad. Well as- too many smart ass comment possibilities. His brain hurts right now. Right. Luckily, I'm not very smart, so my brain very rarely hurts. So the Philly cheesesteak, yeah, that's got to happen this time for me. I've avoided it, and I'm not going to anymore. Uh, and yes. then we've also got. Don't forget, we've got the Krispy Kreme. In a Wendy's Frosty, in a Wendy's Frosty challenge, yes. I don't know how we didn't do it in April. Yeah, it's we got we got busy with stuff. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, don't forget about chicken on a stick. You got to get chicken on a stick too. (laughs) Chicken on a stick. Did they have chicken waffles there? I didn't see it this past go. Okay, I know they used to, but they might not have. They might not have had them this past one. Um, but yeah, it is. Um, anyways, let's kind of get back on topic a little bit. <laughs> I don't even know where we ended up. Um, see what happens when roll call comes on. He just fucking screws it all up. Oh, yep, uh, I ruin everything. You, no, no, no. I'm not saying you ruin. Didn't you make it better, but. It's very entertaining. I just want to get back because there are a couple of things that I do want to talk about. And I know, and I think where Clover ended up was the difference between viewers and creators. Uh, were you done talking about that? Because I know Raw Call kind of came in. I think so. I think so. Okay. Well, that, uh, that, and we, you know, we kind of were, t- yeah, that was a, a premise, but we were also talking about, you know, the why, you know, why are you creating the content? Is it strictly reviews or this, that, and the other? And then, yeah, the difference between, uh, because, all creators are viewers, but not, not all viewers are creators. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, Texan wants to know what a super chat is. A super chat, which we don't in, you know ask for and all that. Uh, super chat is a donation. Um, 
viewers will say, hey, I enjoy what you're doing. They'll Some will give $5. Some give, I mean, enormous, stupid amount of money. But it's more like a tip saying, hey, I'm enjoying what I'm watching here. I'm enjoying the live stream. If you want to donate and, and help out the cause, all of my super chats, I don't keep them. They go towards sending care packages over to our, our troops uh, downrange. So, but a super chat, if you're new to this, is literally you say, hey, I appreciate what you're doing, and here's 20 bucks. Appreciate you, or whatever amount you want to do. Uh, you can do a dollar. You can go up to whatever, but uh, that's what a super chat is. is you just it's, give them a tip saying, hey, thank you so much. It's refreshing to see somebody like Texas come in who's like not familiar with like, that's absolutely you don't get that very often it's kind of cool no no and, and i love that because um it is someone new that it, that doesn't know us yet and it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit because as creators we especially doing lives we get the same kind of crowd the same people every week which i love um but you kind of get comfortable with that you kind of let your guard down and every now and then um okay so asshole uh thanks mike so Mike is a two dollars <laughs> super chat. This, this is a super chat, um, and Pat Hurst is right behind it. Uh, it's ten dollars. Now the cool thing about a super chat is you can put whatever you want to. It'll, it'll ask you for a comment, and I literally will read whatever you put out there. It makes no difference. Um, um, that that's your chance to get noticed. A lot of people use super chats as a way to ask the host questions. I'm not like that. None of the people on this panel are like that crowd unless it's through a super chat just yeah. saying yeah uh thanks to pat thanks to mike appreciate you guys love you guys and g23 has in fact put 50 dollars down uh for the troops that's that's awesome appreciate you um rob says i enjoy the chat show and seeing that badass display so this rifle right here is on a display made by new york outcast so um great price great quality wood display for ARs. He got them for Glocks as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Pat says that's for the troops. Forgot to put in the text. Yeah, I appreciate you. All, all the Super Chats go towards sending care packages down range, so I, I appreciate you. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, it's nice to know, and, and we started about a year ago, honestly. Uh, it was about was it Thanksgiving of last year? It's kind of when we started doing that. Uh, we were going to start trying to send some care packages to troops for Christmas. And then we just kept on doing it. So, you know what? We raised a lot of money with that. Let's just keep going. And it's nice to know because I remember being overseas um, and getting anything from someone really does uplift you and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, we're, that's what we do. Um, okay. So um, talk about let's, let's go to Rogue and try to get back on track here. Uh, briefly, um, Rogue going to bring you in and, and, and talk about kind of what Clover is viewer versus creator. Do you personally view YouTube channels or YouTube videos differently now as a creator than you did when you were just strictly a viewer? Cause you kind of know the back of the story and all that. Oh, totally. Um, I mean, it, it's funny. You don't really understand how hard being a content creator is until you do it. Yeah, I mean, I remember true. my first video, I think, I think I got like 40 hours into that video and you know, trying to figure out what I'm doing, how I'm going to do it, where the camera is, mm. all that stuff. And then the whole editing process. So 
when um, I watch videos, you know, I understand, especially, you know, smaller channels. I remember being at that, that point where it's just like, wow, that is hard. And uh, there's some channels that, you know, people jump on the creator, like, you know, you, you suck. You're, you're, I'm like, I, I will jump on those people. It's like, Hey, you yeah. guys have no idea how hard this job is and how yeah. little it pays. <laughs> no shit. Um, real quick out there, gunmetal guy USA. Is there any tip or super chat alternative? Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. I, I think a lot of people uh, use Patreon and that is a platform in itself, honestly, but, um, you're able to subscribe for a monthly uh, subscription, uh, whether and everyone has different levels, whether it's a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever it is a month, and you can subscribe or, or uh, you know, support channels that you want that are over there. And I think all of us on here are on Patreon, and some people, you know, they want to instead of giving it through YouTube, they'll say, "Hey, the cool thing about Patreon is you get perks, whether it's kind of free gear, free free swag." More importantly, you get kind of behind the scenes stuff where you at least get sneak peeks of videos instead of getting them when they come. You might have a day or a week ahead of time to watch them before the release of the public. So Patreon's a really cool thing. I, I see that Clover's putting Patreon out there for all of us. I appreciate you very much. Uh, he's got one as well. Um, a lot of times people will, uh, if they've got like a PayPal uh, you know, do a PayPal me and say, here's 20 bucks or, you know, whatever. Thanks for, you know, go buy some swag. Most of us have websites um, and we might have some swags where patches and, you know, challenge coins and stickers and all that. All of that supports right there. I haven't had, but I know Clover has. Some people will just send you cash in an envelope. I mean, like literally. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just yeah. one of those things. Along, all with, along with some AR rifle parts, even. Yeah. You know, so there are other ways <laughs> to do it. And it's one of those things where I will say this don't feel if, if you feel pressured yeah. or almost shamed into supporting a creator then run from that creator immediately. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, if that's what they're about, then run from them and never look back. Uh, if you want to support a creator, then well, that's awesome. But you know, if, if you sit there and say, Hey, I need, I really need your support. I want everyone over here to go do this, do that, do that, do that all on Patreon. I need your help. I need your help. Boom. Boom. Unless yeah. it's for a worthy cause. Yeah, I, I cringe about that. That's one of those things you got. We talk about is trust factor. Can you trust people when it comes to money? And that was one of the next topics. So this is as good as time as ever. Clove, come on in. We're talking yeah. about when it comes to the monetary side of, uh -huh. of creators as well. So most the most the most common thing that I hear with go join my Patreon, for example, or or buy some swag or this that or the other is that YouTube is being all biased with me and they've demonetized my channel and I haven't done nothing wrong. And the dirty truth behind that is 99.9% .9 of the time ghost can attest to this because he's fell into this category. They, you, they are doing something wrong. Um, now, sometimes they're aware of it, which is even a worse situation. That's even worse. Yeah. You know, when you're aware that you're, you're actively going in against YouTube's policy to get you, uh, ad restricted and then you're you're preying on your viewers like that mm. uh, but yeah i agree if there's if there's this over resounding uh sense of urgency and stuff that you go support them and and financially and blah 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 um yeah i'd be leery the other thing that 
irks me to no extent is and and I did a presentation at at an event here a couple of weeks ago on Patreon, specifically on Patreon, and this was in that presentation, but it's something that irks me is number one, people that have a Patreon, they promote their Patreon, like we've done obviously tonight. We talk about it, but yet they don't support other people on Patreon. To me, that's hypocritical. Yeah. Um, second uh, part of that is people that they they have a Patreon, but they don't do anything. They don't do anything extra for the people that are kicking in the money, the hard-earned money out of their wallets. Mm -hmm. And so the vast majority of people, I get it. The vast majority of people on your, you know, everybody on this panel has a Patreon. I've dropped those links. And I would venture to say, you know, the, the I put a poll out as a matter of fact. And I want to say it was like 80-something percent plus. Don't expect anything, right, from helping out a channel financially. They don't expect anything. But here's the thing. Just because they don't expect anything doesn't mean I don't feel an obligation. And so if you're supporting a channel financially through whatever means it is, and you're not getting a little bit extra for what you're doing, you know, um, that to me, that shows the appreciation level of that channel. And to me, I think you might want to reconsider who that support is going to. Um, but to your point about the swag real quick, Ghost, uh, that's a great thing. That's a great way to support a channel plus get something, right? Yeah, it's like you're, you're not just giving me money. You're actually getting you know, a product in return that I have to physically put in a box or an envelope or whatever and mail to you. So right. um, it's a support mechanism, but at the same time, you're getting something cool. And we yeah. all have those mechanisms. Absolutely. Uh, Gunman out there is, you know, awesome, asking a lot of cool questions, been around, and he's been around for a while from here, but he says he's trying to get all the information. He's, he's trying to learn the creator side and do it right the first time. Any of us, I'm not going to speak for all everyone here, but I'm fairly certain any and all of us are here to help you in any way, shape, or form. Text me, call me, email me. That number down there, you know, that's the Ghost Tactical Hotline. That That's a phone number as well. Uh, emails out there. Honestly, Clover's After Hours chat has been great. It has been moved over to GunTuber Academy, literally the channel GunTuber Academy. He's got a, a multitude of videos and, and really help but yeah any of us are they've been doing this for a while more than happy to help we love seeing uh new guys come along and we want to help you do it right the right way the first time uh, i promise we have all uh made mistakes and can give you direction on how not to make some of the same mistakes now sometimes mistakes are good because you learn from it and you see ah. Yeah. Uh, but there are some mistakes that you can probably, they're just time-wasting mistakes. We can get you past some of that stuff. Any questions at all, 100%. Any of us here, I'm sure, would be more than happy to help. But be prepared to fish, not eat fish, right? Because that's what True. we're going we're to we're teach you to do. We're not going to feed you fish. We're going to teach you yes. how to fish. So be prepared, to, be, be prepared mm -hmm. to do that. You're going to have to put in the work. Uh, and, and yeah, just a quick note on GunTuber Academy Ghost. When you jump over there, and I've seen Gun Metal Guy in the comments of my videos and mm -hmm. stuff forever. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah, he's been around for a so while. Yeah. It blows my mind that he doesn't know that I've got that catalog of resources, but it's understandable. And that's why I moved everything to GunTuber uh, GunTuber Academy is so that it wasn't mixed in with all the gun content. But all the back episodes of After Hours and the studio 
are under playlists. So go under playlists and you'll find those. Interesting. Before I go to roll call on Mike, Sandy out there says, I was watching a crime YouTuber, not about firearms. And if you didn't donate within so many minutes, you couldn't leave a comment. First, I didn't know that that was, I guess he could block you or whatever. But uh, I, yeah, that once again, hey, you know, um, it is what it is. Roll call. <clears throat> I'm going to go to you. You still there, buddy? You passed out yet? No, not yet. All right. He's getting close, but this would be a good one. Uh, I want to go with you and, and say this. Um, as a creator and as a viewer, okay, you're both, obviously. When you're watching, whether it's a firearm or whatever, but when you're watching a video, what are some of the criteria that you look towards to see, am I going to trust this person? Am I going to listen to this person? Do I think this person is legitimate? Um, or is he wasting my time or is she wasting my time? What are some of the criteria that you personally look for to make that decision, whether you're going to trust them or not as a viewer? It, like in the beginning of the video, if you're telling me to buy anything and everything under the sun and we can't get on with the video within, you know, five minutes of the oh, video, like Mr. Guns and Gear, probably, <laughs> I'm, pro I'm probably just saying you know, either fast forward or go somewhere else and, and find the review. I mean, uh, you could tell me all this stuff at the end. I think that's, that's something that really oh. turns me off. That's something that, that I look at is like, really, you know, you're, you're going to tell me to do all this stuff even before I see what you're, what you're trying to show me. That's where they've like, got you though. Most people don't make it to the end of the videos. Yeah. Honestly, I yeah. don't. You know, yeah, I, so I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, but I understand yeah. why people do that because I very rarely make it to end of videos. Yeah, That's just so Rokal caveated that, right? He said within the he first did. five minutes, right? So yeah. do it early, yeah. but do it quick is 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 the thing. I think that's the balance because as viewers, you have to realize that no, hardly anybody watches till the end. So when we have calls to action that we need to do as creators, we need to do that early, right? But we have a responsibility as creators to do that as quickly and efficiently as possible and get into the content, right? Because that's respecting the time of the viewer. Makes right. sense. So and asking you to buy that t-shirt and, 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 and do the Patreon. I was literally watching a podcast a week or so ago, literally watching a podcast live, and the guest did not open their mouth for the first 10 or 12 minutes because you know, literally the first 10 minutes of that podcast was make sure you buy my swag. Make sure you go and do Patreon. Make sure you donate money to this. Make sure you buy this t-shirt. You got this hat. You got this patch. It's like, bro, I'm out. Like I can't handle it. I'm yeah. out. I, I was going to say, fine. I'd have made sure I, I clicked on a different video. Well, I actually well, told him, I said, I'm down. I'm out. I can't watch it anymore. I'm out. You know, well, so here, so. here's a dirty secret too of live streams, is that a lot of uh, creators have a, a fairly long monologue, right? And that's the way. You remember Johnny Carson? You know the Tonight Show. You know all of those. They come out and they talk for a little while. Well, why do they do that, right? Why do they not turn on and come on at whatever time it was, ten thirty, eleven o'clock, and they immediately have guests? Why do they have a monologue? Well, they have that because people realize, right? They put the kids to bed. Oh, oh crap! We gotta go. Yeah. On, right? And mm -hmm. so they click it on and haven't missed the, the guest, right? So mm -hmm. 
it's it's not a new concept to have some. That's buffer why I do my polls the, in the right, first ten or fifteen minutes from the from the time that the the thing starts until. But like Johnny Carson telling jokes in his monologue, you got to keep it entertaining, right? For the people that did show up on time, that way at least they're entertained, right? And then eventually, but that's why. That's why those things are extended out. And when I'm talking about putting things at the front of the video, I'm not talking about swag and stuff as much as I'm talking in Patreon and things like that. There's all types of screenshots and overlays and passive ways you can do things like that without actually talking about it. So yep. you can incorporate that in the middle of the video and even later on. But calls to, calls to action like the subscribe or something like that, you know, hey, jump yeah. down. You know, this is what we do on the channel. That lets people know that are new, that this is your what you're going to see is normal for the channel. You know, if you like that sort of thing, subscribe. And if they subscribe, yeah. then they're likely to watch more content. And eventually they will probably see the Patreon and the shirts and the other stuff, right? But you're not hitting them with a new person anyway with that all up front. And you're not frustrating that regular viewer by them having to listen to that every single solitary time. Yep. Get back to real call. Aside from the self-spamming promotion and beginning of stuff, uh, is there anything else that you look at whether you're going to decide to trust in that, that, that creator or not? Uh, you know, and it really comes down to like, if I'm going to give somebody my time, first of all, cause time is money. That's right. But if I'm going to actually give them money, I got to make sure it goes to where it needs to go. You know, I, I, I see that a lot with, with gun tubers, you know, Oh, I need, I need money for this or I need money for that or, you know, it's never going to happen. And then it never does it never happen. With a couple people, not so much firearms related, but just like other pieces of content that I watch. And it's like, well, you know, I, I just gave you my, my money. Where's, where's the return? Mm. I, I think that's important. You know, if, if you're not going to do what you say you're going to do with it, then don't ask for it. You know, don't be dishonest, basically. Don't be dishonest. Don't try and lead me into a direction that's going to be a dead end. You're, you're not leading me into a direction where I, there is, there might be a fork in the road. At least I have options to take. Correct. But don't lead me down, you know, a dead end road. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, Clover, Rogue, do y'all want to chime in as to what criteria that you guys have when you're watching a creator whether you're going to personally trust them with your time and all of that I'm not saying with supporting them financially but you know like when i go look for gun reviews there's only a couple that i actually trust and such is one of them because uh, i've been watching suits for a long time um and i trust suits is going to do a, a pretty pretty stand-up job thorough job if i'm looking to say it's between this and this. Do I want to get this gun or not? I'm going to go watch a Suits video if he has it. But Mike, Rogue, Clover, I'm going to start with Mike first. Do you have any criteria on what you decide, on who do you decide you're going to trust? Do they ever say something bad about anything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for real. If yeah. they yeah. never, because there was one, yep. one uh, gun tuber that I had a blast watching. <clears throat> if you understand who I'm talking about, who yeah. never said anything bad about anything to the point that the Remington R1 was an awesome gun. Yeah. So 
that person had no credibility with me because they never found a flaw in anything. Yeah. If you don't find a flaw in anything, I'm not going to trust you. Something. I mean, there, there, you know, everything. There's no such thing as a perfect gun. There's no such thing as a perfect gun. No. So yeah, if if everything's just oh I love it, it's great and blah blah, pass. Well, and I think all of us do this, and I know that I do. Clover does, Rogue does, Rocall does, Mike, you do. Even if we really do love a product, and ninety nine point nine percent of it's just exactly what I want, it may could be as you know. I will say this: the texture, the stippling on this grip is a little. I don't. I wish it could be a little bit lighter. I wish it could be a little bit stronger. Or you know what? The bad. The only bad thing I'd say about this gun is it's so new. There aren't any holster options for it yet. You know, but there there's something that you can come up with a gun yeah. that isn't 100 perfect. You know, or anything. I mean, anything. take a look at this trigger is not my, as good as this. You know, go to my channel and watch the review I did on the Cole Cracker Bushcraft Black Diamond knife. Great Holy knife. Shit, great say that again 10 times real fast. Cold cracker bush craft black diamond knife. Yeah. Holy I'm not gonna do it 10 times. But anyhow, <laughs> great knife. One wonderful, strong, sharp, awesome tool. But it ain't the prettiest thing in the world. You can see grind marks and shit. Yeah. In, sure. in the, on the bevels. And the sheath is kind of, yeah, it's sturdy and it's well made, but it's just kind of meh. It's not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And and but not saying that so, it's a bad product, just saying it's no, not perfect. Not perfect. So it, yeah. if they if they don't say something bad about anything, yeah, yeah, no, not trustworthy. Now Buck says it really helps if you can meet them in person. It does help, and help doesn't always mean a positive way. It could help you decide. I don't fucking like that person right. by meeting someone in person. Yeah. It works both ways. Uh, we've all had that scenario where, like, you know what? That dude's a douchebag. Yep. He looks really cool on his video screen, but that dude is a douchebag. And, and I'm going to talk to him again. In some cases, it works just the opposite. Yep. Yep. Uh, that dude's a douchebag on video. Right. But you know what? That dude's pretty damn funny he's and cool in person. You know, yeah, he just gets nervous in front of the camera, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> or he's doing it on purpose. He's playing a part or whatever. Very right? well could be. CR42, honey. What's up, homie? Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those where, yeah, I think, I think it, what it does is meeting them in person. Um, and anyone that's met us in person at either different shows or want maker, um, I think anyone who's ever met us will probably say that the personalities we have online are the exact personalities we have in person, uh, to the point where I'm probably going to be a smart ass to you. And I might even dog you for what you're wearing. But that's just how I am. But that's just one of those things where um, I hope, and and, and I and, and this is something I hope I never change that. And I hope that none of my friends, like these esteemed people here with me tonight, never change that. Um, because that's what makes it great um, is validation, maybe. You know, you you invest your time into watching someone's videos. You invest sometimes your money into supporting these channels that you like online, and you get that opportunity to, to meet them in person. I would like to think that that's going to be a positive experience. Uh, I would like to think that 
we as creators care about meeting people in person. I know I do. Uh, sometimes weird. Um, and in the sense of, hey, man, I've been watching your stuff since day one. Why? Why the hell do you watch my shit? You know, um, yeah. um, but it's no, it's, it's awesome because we do. You get to know people. And now I can put a face to this person and I've shook their hand. That's what we say. He's not a robot. He is verified human. Um, and we, yeah, it, it's, it's fun because ultimately we're all viewers. We're like, like Clover said, we're all viewers. We're all looking for the same thing. We're all enjoy guns. We all, you know, we're all part of the same team. Uh, it's just nice to finally meet some people in person. Some of my best friends that I call friends I've never met in person yet. That's just the way it is that I've met through this YouTube. We talk all the time. Uh, we text back and forth. Um, I can't wait for the day that I meet Midnight Range TM. I've never met the guy. I talk to him all the time. We text back and forth all the time. I've never met him in person. But I would consider him a good friend of mine. Never met the guy, you know. So, yeah, meeting someone in person, I think, does help. Um, I do want to go in and and kind of talk about the monetary thing that Clover started. I'm going to start with Mike on this one um, and, and say, you know, as a viewer and, and as a creator, because Clover was saying that he doesn't really trust creators, that if you're going to ask for support from your viewers on Patreon or wherever, but then do not reciprocate helping other content creators out. Um <laughs> Rod says is it kind of the guy's literally transparent like ghost. I, I, that's fair. Um, but no, um I'm sure there are channels that do not support you on Patreon that you support on Patreon. When you start talking about taking that next level, okay, I've I've decided I trust this creator. Now I I really want to help support him because it's taking that next step. What kind of criteria taking from I've trust this to listen to them to now I want to help support them? What goes into that decision making process? I got to really like your content. I have to believe in what you're doing and want to support your voice. Um, I mean, really, that's it. That's yeah. that's my criteria. I have to really like your content and I have to believe what you're doing and want to support your voice and make sure it gets heard. Want to help you keep the lights on. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Um, and I'm not saying it's not, it's a deal breaker. Most of them are. I have not met a couple of people I support on Patreon, but once again, I really support um, what they're doing, who they are, you know, talk to them at least on the phone a lot of it. But knowing someone, having met someone, does that, we were just talking about that, does that influence who you would support as? Hey, I've met this guy, um, or I no. haven't met this guy, so I'm not going to support until I meet him or something. Does that no. make any difference? No, okay. that doesn't make any difference to me. It's about their content and about their channel. And what <laughs> if I agree with the direction they're going and the philosophy they appear to have <laughs> on uh, on YouTube with what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, Road call. Want to bring you into this um, when we talk about the monetary side? You know. Once again, what what criteria do you have that's taken you from I trust this person to I want to help support them? What what does it take for you to do that down the line? By the way, uh, that's I, one of the I, people I, I support. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, 
if I, I always say, if I have it, I give it, you know, if yeah. I enjoy, you know, conversating with you, if, if I have extra money, I'll give it to you. Like when you guys were trying to, to, to fundraise to go down uh, to Wanamaker one year, I, that was the uh, first time I heard about it. And you guys were like, you know, gas is expensive. We, we were trying to get there. Uh, I'm like, well, I want to see what this place is about. So guess what? I bought some of Clover stickers. I bought some of your stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I want to see these guys get there. I can't get there. So I want to see these guys get there. And that way I know what to expect if I want to go to this place. I mean, everybody says it's the rage. Well, I'm going to support somebody because I can't get down there to go down there. And, do and it. then you got there, there the there next time. Then you got down there and you realize this is the shit, you know, this is. It, it, it was the shit, isn't it? When I first saw you guys do it, I'm like, dude, I have to be there. Yeah. I don't care. I, I'll do anything in my power, in my, in my grass. I'll sell a gun. I'll do whatever I have to do to get down there because that's something I want to experience. Right. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, if I, if I want to see if this content creator, whoever it be, you know, I'm doing the air quotes, if they're going somewhere, I want, I, I want to be interested in going at one point. I want to send them there. Yeah. You know, it's just like a congressperson in a certain sense. You know, if I want that person to be there, I'm going to support their campaign to get there. I'm going to I, if I support mm -hmm. your ideas, I'm going to support you monetarily to to go to the places I can't be and live live in the moment through your eyes. That way, if I can ever get down there, I'll have the opportunity. I know what to expect. And I know what I, you know, what to look for in mm. certain uh, categories that, you know, the, the content creator does. So I think that's important. Yeah, no, no, 100%. Uh, gun loving grandpa, we're talking about Tulsa. He was, saying he was trying to keep up with Clover, <laughs> but lost him. Um, I had someone follow me as well at <laughs> yeah, points, and that was a yeah. whole different issue. <laughs> a little creepy. Yeah. Little creepy. Hey, well, I'm all for it. Hey, if you want to come and talk to me, I'm I'm cool with that, but don't lurk in the back. And and, and that there was some creepy shit going on. Well, and, on. And to that point, I mean, this is this is a misconception. So there are some, and I do want to kind of backtrack on the trusting issue here in a second. Not necessarily sure, yeah. right now because we're talking about. Yeah shows and and ro was talking about obviously about you know monetarily kicking in helping people get to shows so there are there are creators and like ro i'm using air quotes there are creators that literally go to these trade shows as a vacation they're not going to get content they're not going to make contacts they're going to like hang out with their other buddy creators they hang out with online drink in the bar go to the after parties and maybe soak up some free stuff from company A or company B if they can, right? Then you've got creators. Ghost falls into this category. Uh, I've seen budget, of course, fall in this category. Row myself. Um, you know, it's a working trip. It is literally yeah. a working trip. Now, at night, once everything's over, yeah, the after party, oh, yeah. hanging out, even on a smoke break on occasionally. But I got to tell you, at these events, a the lot of is the best place to do business. A lot of business <laughs> happens in the smoking section. So don't think because Clover's stood out there for an hour and a half in the smoking section that I ain't getting the stuff done, right? Because I could bring you business cards and tell you about the conversations. Um, but that was kind of the Buck's point a little bit about you know hard to follow me. Like, I have my goals. I have everything in my mind about I need to get A, B, and C done, 
right? Mm. Because for mm. me, it's a working trip. So, uh, yeah, you, you got to be able to keep up sometimes. No, I definitely uh, fall in the same boat. I when I go to shot or in ram or you know Wanamaker or wherever, it's work, and I work hard. But I also play hard when I have an opportunity to play hard because, once again, I enjoy a lot of these places because not just meeting viewers and all that, but I get to see my buddies. I get to see Road Call and, and Mike and, and Clover. I get to see them only maybe once, two or three times a year at the most. And so when we all get together, yeah, you need to embrace that because we're that's that's fellowship. That's the brotherhood that we're talking about um shot show you know go to the marine party never gonna miss the marine party i i don't drink anymore got hammered two years ago at the uh whenever it was that the last shot show at the marine party but it's just one of those things where i'm gonna work really hard and i'm gonna play pretty hard if if the opportunity comes up uh, more importantly i just really like hanging out with my buddies and that's really um really enjoy the most is meeting new new people um that i might watch and say i want to i want to kind of see what this person's like i want to kind of hang out with them a little bit and see are they full of shit or are they genuine and i can usually read that within about 30 seconds of meeting someone whether they're full of shit or if i can if i like them or not um I enjoy that but mostly it's it's just hanging out with my friends and i enjoy being around people i don't get to see i care about all these people but i don't get to see them very often um it's like cousins that, you know, you just don't get to see very often, but, you, you know, you can't wait to see them when you do. So that's what uh, I want to bring Rogue in. Rogue, I want to bring this to you and say when it comes to taking that step, kind of what we talked about with other ones from, okay, we've, we trust this person. Now we want to help support them. What does it take for you to make that leap? That leap? Well, uh, uh, I need to, I need to believe in what you're doing. Um, you know, if, if you're putting that content out, I've got to get that feeling from you that you're doing this for, um, you know, the good, the good of the industry, the good of the people, uh, that are watching your content. If you're doing this to do, um, you know, like Clover was talking about earlier, creating content for views, mm. um, you're not going to get, you're not going to get money for me. I've got to believe in what you do. And I got to believe that you believe in what you do. Um, mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be the best content in the world um, because all of us have been there when we were younger channels. We, we, we put out some um, content that is just not that great because we're still learning. Uh, I'm still learning. You know, I'm at, you know, just over 5,500 uh, subs and I'm still learning. And I'm still adjusting my content to, to make it, you know, better. So if you're working towards that goal, I, I'll support you. I will, I will totally support you, but I do need to believe um, in what you're doing. That's, that's a great point is, yeah, trust, trust and belief, two different things. You can trust someone but not believe in them. That's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um it hasn't been too nerdy. We haven't talked nerdy stuff. Not really. I would call this a nerd chat, but maybe I don't know. Some people would. Um, you know, for for me, when it comes down to support, like I said, it's it's it was never intentional, 
but I'm thinking about, and I don't, I can't remember everyone that I support on pages. I support, you know, a, a lot of people on, on, on Patreon. I want to say that most of the people that I support, I have met. That was not the criteria as for supporting them on Patreon. I, I supported most of them with, before meeting them. But luckily, since then, I have really met most of them. There might be a couple that I haven't uh, met in person, but I want to say off the top of my head, I think I've met everyone in person that I support. Um, and that's not a criteria for me, but it does help because if I am supporting you and then I meet you and I continue to support you, that's probably a good sign. If I support you, meet you, and cancel that, then I might tell you something. <laughs> Just saying, you know. Um, um, yeah, yeah. And I support G20. Like I said, most I there might be like two or three that I have not met in person. And G23, bro, we're gonna meet eventually. You know, that's just the way it is. I'm looking forward to meeting Rogue in January at Shot Show. I haven't met Rogue in person yet. Um, assuming he gets down there, he says he is. I trust him when he says he's gonna make it down to Shot Show. I do know Boy, that I, you. I, uh, I got you so fooled, don't I? You do. Uh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Um, but no, I know that you you actually registered last week and got uh, all that stuff. I got so I got accepted. Yeah, I got my pass. So we're planning on shot, baby. That's gonna be the last thing. And um, I don't know if you guys we wanted to. I wanted to give this about ten minutes. Uh, we're gonna give it a little bit less. But um, Clove, I, I know that you read it to me. I don't know if you've got access to it, but many of you, of you may not have heard in the last couple of days that Sig Sauer has pulled out of SHOT Show 2022. So we're going to ask Clover to maybe if he has that press release available, maybe he could um, read that. More importantly, as you're reading that, what do you make of it? Do you think this is a bad thing? Um, obviously, it's a bad thing, but do you think it's bad enough where this is a sign of things to come, or is this just Sig for whatever reason that they want to do this um so give me a second here i'm working on pulling it up now all right so before you're doing that i do want to say something uh i, I haven't seen him tonight i was waiting for him to show up our good buddy stan over at ss pond in lexington uh nebraska so i get a text from travis p11 oh this is last week sometime it says hey can i get your mailing address the answer is no 99 percent of the time know travis met travis in person trust travis sure uh this is a buddy of ours wants to send you something I said okay and i kind of figured who it was but i didn't know what it was comes in the mail everyone knows i'm getting into the long range game stan sends me a box of horny match and six five creed this shit right here right now is like gold so this was probably honestly Retail from what I've seen, probably like a a fifty to sixty dollar box for twenty rounds. Um, so thank you, Stan, if you're out there watching this and replay or whatever. Please go check out SS Pawn. Um, I've bought guns from him. Um, he I've met him in person. He went to dinner with us last year in Tulsa. He is a real human. He's a really great guy. I just want to say thank you to Stan. So go check out SS Pawn in Lexington, Nebraska. I have no affiliation with him except for he's a friend of mine. He's a good dude. Um, and I have personally bought guns from him. So there you go. Go ahead, Clove. Sorry. 
Um, so yeah, here's what the press release says. Uh, Six Hour Incorporated is proud to be an ardent supporter of the National Shooting Sports Foundation and leads the industry in support of the organization and its mission to promote, protect, and preserve the hunting and shooting sports. Each January, NSSF hosts SHOT Show, the industry's premier trade show. As a strong supporter of NSSF and an industry-leading manufacturer, SIG has maintained a very large presence at SHOT Show, and we continually grow our support for the organization and our show presence year after year. However, after thoughtful consideration, deliberation, and a review of current circumstances, Six Sire has made the decision to not exhibit at the upcoming 2022 SHOT Show and will alternatively be making a $500,000 donation to NSSF to support both its mission and ongoing critical support of our industry. For over 30 years, Six Sire has attended SHOT Show, and we did not come to this decision without much thoughtful deliberation. Our number one priority throughout the pandemic has been and will remain our employees. Six Sire has an extremely large presence at SHOT Show, sending over 140 employees to the show and our pre-show range day event. I can verify that. They send a shit ton of people. They have one of the yeah. largest booths at SHOT. Yeah. Continue. Continue. Uh, Maintaining this presence or even a scaled back minimal presence for 2022 represents a significant health risk to all 2,600 of our employees across our 13 U.S. locations. As individuals attending the show return to our facilities and risk continued exposure to our entire employee base. Additionally, Based on the circumstances as they are known to us today, it is incumbent upon us to review this decision from a financial perspective. For the first time in many years, the SHOT Show space was redrafted, necessitating the need for a complete booth reconfiguration and design. Out-of-pocket expenses from this point forward be, will be well over $1 million, and based on the uncertainty of large-scale shows and events, this expense is not financially prudent. In closing, Six Sire would like to once again note the important and essential work of the NSSF on behalf of our industry and reiterate our support for the organization and its mission. Done. All right. So I want to decipher this from my point of view and let everyone have a chance. To, I'm going to call bullshit on some of this, first of all. Yeah. Um, they made it sound the way they wrote it. I think it was intentional. They made it sound that because of the reconfiguration of utilizing now the convention center at Caesars as well as Sands, that it was going to cost over a million dollars for them to revamp their booth. That's not right. It's going to cost them, and it always costs them. This is nothing new between their range day, 140 yeah. people for a week, their booth. It always costs the, them and Glock and everyone else well over a million dollars to do SHOT Show. Yeah. But they're making it sound like because they've revamped the space that the upgrades. No, 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 no. That's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Their space isn't going to be changed because they already have one of the biggest spaces in, in, in SHOT. So... Fuck that. Second of all, I don't no offense. I be right, locked up. You'll have to start over. You hear me? Yeah, you bugged out. So start over oh, with okay. that second Sorry. part. As the second part is, is 
I, I don't care. I, I don't have a relationship with of SIG. Don't plan on it. I don't give a fuck if SIG's going to be there because I'm not going to spend any time at SIG either ways. Not saying that I don't like them. It's just I don't do SIG stuff. I don't, I don't like shooting SIG. They don't feel good in my hand. That being said, the only thing that I personally worry about, I don't care that SIG's not going to be there as long as that's the only one. I'm hoping that there isn't a domino effect of the Glocks, Smith & Wessons, and all this saying, now that one of them has dropped, now we're not the first. Now we can follow suit because eventually there will be enough that drop out. If, if this happens, there would be enough to drop out. The NSSF said, we're going to lose money on this because all these people are dropping out. We're going to have to not do shot. If that happens, I'm not, uh, I'm not happy. If right. shot show happens and SIG is not there. I don't care. I'm perfectly and happy. I can, and there. I can do it. And I could do without Smith and Wesson and HK and Glock. That's right. and I spend most of my time in the else, dungeon. Right. I can, so here's, here's the deal. You know, so you called BS on the money. I called BS on the yeah. COVID because yeah. two sure. weekends ago, SIG has a presence at three events that I know of. Three the same different events in the same <laughs> weekend across the country. Three yeah. different events. So now all of a sudden they're worried about what's going to happen not over 90 days from now. All of a sudden when they had employees out at three different events across the country, mm. I don't mm. buy it. Right. I don't buy it. What worries me is not that they won't be there. It's not that any of the other big guys won't be there. It is, number one, how important SHOT Show is for the NSSF and how important, make no mistake, if you don't know what the NSS does, you, how need, important to go, they are to the industry. you yes. need to go educate yourself on that. So yes. how important SHOT Show is to NSSF is number one. And how important SHOT Show is to the small people like Rod with Aegis Gun Care, like Mean mm -hmm. Arms, like who else? I mean, pick one. Black Pandem Rain. Pandem Pandem like Claus, Black Claus. Rain. Yeah. yeah. All the smaller companies, SHOT Show is huge for them, right? Mm. And so by a few big dominoes falling, they cancel the whole thing, and it's like, at some point, screw the big guys. Yeah. Um, interesting, before I go to Rogue or Roe or Mike, you guys just jump in when I get done with this, but he said that other companies may be happy so they get more flow of traffic. That here's what I think will happen is if let's say that SIG is the only one that, that drops. SIG has a massive, it's in a top two or three as far as Size. acreage, yeah. Yeah, if you would call it base. that. It yeah. shot. It's Perfect. huge, it's massive. So here's the thing. I don't think you're gonna find anyone that's going to jump into that because that's gonna cost an enormous amount of money to get that spot. But what NSSF could do is turn that same square footage into four smaller booths and maybe allow some of the, the bigger small companies that are like the like Tandem Cross, like the Black Rain, some of these companies that are still in the dungeon that have been waiting to get up to the main floor. Now you take SIG's huge booth, cut it into fourths, and now four companies can get up to the main floor that have been waiting for a while. Let's utilize this as an opportunity. So that's where I'm hoping. But then again, I, I like to turn shit into silver. Um, so I'm hoping that's the way it happens. Um, Mike Rogue Roco, I'm going to go to Mike. You've been to you've been to shot, right? I'm going to say you've been to shot, haven't you? Didn't you go? No, in 2020? sir. No, sir. Why did I think that you went to shot? Oh, you uh, was in Ram. You were in Ram. Okay, that's where it was. Yeah, have not um, been. 
So let me ask you this, Rogue Mike, roll call, jump in here. Your first thoughts on hearing that Sig dropped out of Shot Show is it positive, negative, and two, do you care that Sig won't be there? Would that change your mind of whether you go or not go to Shot Show? I, it wouldn't change my mind. I mean, I like Sigs. I shoot Sigs. I compete with Sigs. Sure. But it's not also like I'm married to Sig either. Um, you know, as a as a content creator and especially a small content creator, if I go to the Sig's booth, they're not going to give me the time of day. They're gonna they're gonna look for a larger content creator and they're gonna spend you know their time with them. I'll get the you know I'll get treated with respect and then casually pushed to the side. Um, so I I honestly I could care less if Sig's there or not. Um, I, would I like them to be there? Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. like you. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of a of a domino effect. Um, I don't want to see a domino effect. On the other side, I think this is a great opportunity, like you said, for a, a another company to or four to or two up. or three or whatever, or two, yeah, three, sure. four or five, whatever, to move yeah. up. And um, those will be the people that I'd want to talk to anyway. Yep. It ahead, would Mike. not affect. It would not affect my decision making. Except mm -hmm. to make me hesitant as to whether or not shot is going to occur at all again. I understand. It that. would depend entirely upon what the real reason why Sig pulled out is. Have they heard something that the rest of us haven't? I don't know. We'll find out in the next, I would say, month. Um, yeah. and, we're, and Clover and I were talking about this on the phone earlier. This is the first of November. The first week of November is when it was canceled um last year i would say the 15th of november it might be that break you know hey we we've got to make a decision because at that point you're 60 days away from shot i know you if know. i had already laid out cash for a flight and for lodging and transportation and all that stuff and and already had all that booked and taken care of i'd be pretty nervous right now well, I am not going to. I know Clover's not. Um, I am not going to purchase tickets or lodging unless I can get some kind of guarantee that I have a cancellation policy. Oh, down the absolutely. Line. Yeah, you need to be That's doing that anyway. I, I made the mistake. I made the mistake with making preparations for 2020. I made, which yeah. got canceled, of course. I made the mistake of not paying them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of not paying the twenty I mean the eight dollars. It wasn't even twenty dollars, the eight dollars or some kind of crap for the travel. That's insurance. when you're fucking cheap is you won't pay eight dollars for the insurance. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. And I you know, I kicked myself. It's like, you know, and almost all of your booking agents and stuff have have that. So yeah. Domo arigato rabato. What's up, homie? A uh, new patron as well. He said, I'd be happy to sign a petition in SF to lobby them to do what Ghost says. Does that mean, what are you talking about, like taking SIG space? And yeah, I, I think it'd be a great thing. Uh, Ro, I want to bring you in real quick and say, you know, does the SIG dropping out, does it change? Um, would it change your thoughts if you're planning on going? Would you change your thoughts about going if, because SIG's not there? Or are you worried that this might be a, the first of many, many dominoes? Well, I, I mean, first, you know, Sig's a big name. Mm -hmm. Sig is Sig it's is a big, big dog. Growing. Yeah. I mean, 
they're they're pretty big in the industry, and that's something you just can't deny. Yeah. Is, is it is it scary to a certain extent? But I'm going to tell you, when I was at uh, uh, the NRA show, and I tried to talk to Beretta, and this is for all you small content creators out there, you guys that are thinking about getting into it. I tried to talk to Beretta to, to spark a couple of conversation. I was pushed to the side. I mean, Beretta's an even bigger, bigger part of the 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 construct of gun culture. Mm-hmm. And to me, I look at it as unless you had your heart set on going to see SIG or you had something set up with SIG, it's not a big deal. When like I've never again, I've never been the shot show, mm-hmm. but I've been. Sure, and that's that's not a big show. I mean, it's it's hefty, but it's not it's not it's got some heavy hitters in there. But I mean, there's so many other people that have a have a business. Yeah, there's so many yep. more opportunities. Is this the end all be all? No, it's not. It, it's it's not. You know, I think I think that statement is it, it, it's polished. It, it, it's a polished turd. It's exactly and, what it you is. You know wh- what? You're you're going to cry about a million bucks, but give this place five million bucks. Well, here's I another mean, thing. Clover was talking on. about this. Is we know, especially Sig and the big dogs, how much we suspect how much they've made over the last year and a half. So record numbers of gun sales, and you're telling me that a million. You've been going to shot show every year for over a million dollars. And this year it hurts. Like Clover was talking earlier. He's like, that should worry you. They probably have not managed their money well in the last year, year and a half. You know, either that or either that they got a lawsuit coming up. I mean, they've had a couple of problems with their firearms here recently. I yeah. mean, is it the end all be all shot show? No. Yeah. I mean, if it's your first time going or your third time or you go every year, you know, you know, the levels that are there mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I, I support what you support. You know, if these people have been sitting down, I guess you guys call it the dungeon. If these oh, little companies awesome. have Best been place sitting in the world. down there, you, you know, start start pulling these people up. Start pulling them up. Put them in the If I was in a dungeon, I wouldn't want to be in the main floor. That's just me. I, if I was, if I owned a company, I was in a dungeon, I'm not moving up. I'm staying in the dungeon. That's where the energy is. I'm just saying. Um, now, now, now. Uh, Doc out there, obnoxious one says, Sig pulled out, you're gonna start seeing dominoes fall again. I don't care. That's the point. I don't care what dominoes fall. I don't care if Glock, Sig, HK, CZ, Smith and Wesson aren't there. I spend at least 80% of my time in the dungeon with the smaller companies. I want to say this is this if there is a shot show, I don't give a shit who's there, I will be one of them. Don't care. If there's a shot show, I will be there and not care if any of the big dogs are there. Just me. For my money, you could shut the entire main floor off and have just a dungeon. I'm good. So that's just me. Um, yeah. So, man, I tell you what, this has been two hours and 11 minutes, two hours and whatever it's been. It's been awesome. Um Ro, I know that you're on the phone, so you're probably getting bored of sitting there on the phone. I do want to give everyone time to plug um, their channels, any of their projects. Take a few minutes, tell people where they can find you, and all of that. Yeah, man, you, you can find me on YouTube, man, Roll Call 219. That's my header for all my social media. 
So you don't have to you don't have to duck and dive through the interwebs and the and surf the net. That's that's the hashtag. That's the tagline. You know what I'm saying? Is roll call two hundred nine. I got a show Wednesday night, nine thirty ten ish. Whenever yes, my internet do. wants to work, ish. I, I live out very I live, ish. I live out in the boonies. <laughs> yeah, I live out in the boonies, man, and it's hard to get internet signal out around here. Uh, but that's that's where we discuss some things that that are relevant, and then a lot of times it's not relevant, and I'm just sitting there drinking beer. So, uh, uh, you know, come join me on over there. Uh, we're gonna get to about two hundred shows, and we're gonna cut it off for a while. Uh, I've got some things in the mix, man. Uh, I'm really excited. I talked about it on a couple shows ago. I'm trying to buy some property down in Southern Indiana. It, it's exciting, you know, but it's scary, you know. But at the same time, I, I think it's going to be it's going to be better for the channel. We'll have other things that we can explore uh, if this deal comes through. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Again, I make the best cringiest videos on the internet, and that's what you get from me. You get honesty. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull your leg, and I'm not gonna beg you and say that the sky is falling. I'm gonna tell you how it is, and if you don't like it, then you don't like it. But you know, you guys are more than welcome to come on the show. Anybody's more than welcome to come on the show and and poke and prod Night Strike, or you know, poke and prod me. I don't care. I don't so, poke uh, or prod anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, that's install three with Clover Tech. <laughs> yeah, I'll, give, I'll give a shout out to Rogue Banshee for joining Patreon. Thank you, brother. Next time you're in the chat, I'll give you that old wrench. It's a, my Patreon is simple. It's simple and sweet. You know, a buck will get you a wrench. Two bucks will get you a boatload of stickers that I get from shows. Uh, five bucks will get you a bunch of patches that I come across in my journey. What through, gets you uh, the stall three? How much does it take to get the stall three? <laughs> I'll, I'll figure that out. <laughs> enough, enough beer, it might not cost them anything. <laughs> well, hey, I got I got PayPal too, and MK Joe, what 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 a what a good guy he is. He gave me beer money, so we're drinking beer. I love week. it. I love I'll tell you it. that much. I'll tell you love that it. much. But thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it, and I love all you guys. Love you too, man. We'll see you soon. Right on, brothers. Right on. Um okay, so he left. Um I put Rogue Cole's link out there. Rogue, tell people where they can find you and maybe what projects you're working on. I know that the wintertime in Montana is a little bit different than wintertime in Arkansas. I can still get out and shoot pretty much when I want. You've got a lot of stuff that falls from the sky that's white and gets really cold. So uh knowing that's coming down the road. What all projects do you have working? Yeah, we um, <laughs> we get we get this stuff called snow. We get lots mm. of it, um, and it's always fun to get some range time in the winter when it's three feet of snow on the range. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm watching the weather, trying to get my last range days in. I mean, we lost some we lost some range time this summer due to uh, fires, and uh, I had a backlog of videos, but. I do have videos or I release them on Fridays. Um, I have one coming out this Friday and, um, and I'm thinking range. I probably got another four weeks of range time of product videos to do. So, uh, I'll still have some product videos going on for a little while now. Um, but, uh, I also have the uh, podcast on the first and third Mondays of the month. 
So uh, definitely go check out my uh, YouTube channel, uh, The Rogue Banshee, or you can catch all of my content on my webpage at www.trb.fyi because some content can't be on YouTube. So you can see all the content there. Right on. Appreciate you coming on as brown always. Cow? Yeah. Brown chicken, brown cow. That's, yeah. Brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, you're welcome, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Mike, uh, anything that you want to, we talked about tonight, anything you want to kind of recap from your point of view or whatever, and then please tell people where they can find you, what projects you've got going on. And I want to ask you real quick, I know it's been a couple months now that you've made a transition in, the, in going from budget guns and gear reviews to MK Outdoor Journal. Happy with that decision? Everything working out really well for you, or how's that going for you? I'm happy with it. Good. I'm happy with That's it. I matters. Like it. That's all yeah. that matters. It does open up a lot of things for your content if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Uh, it, it's not the name allowed. The name change allowed me to really expand the types of things I like to do because I don't just like to do guns. I like to do other stuff too. Like I mentioned earlier, knife review. I've got a mm. Woodsman Wednesday video coming out tomorrow about this neat little wedge tool that uh, Dave Canterbury invented. So that's going to be cool. Uh, I got a, I've been doing a lot of leather work lately. I opened up an Etsy shop where I'm selling my leather work and whatnot to try to mm. try really to really awesome stuff, by the way. Try to pay the bills. Matter of fact, I will chuck a link out here in the chatteroo. Do you get notified when you make a sale on that? Yes. Yes, you do. So there's a link to that. Go on over there if you want something like a steel cord gun belt. Uh, I got a video on how to make one of those coming up. But if you don't want to make it, I'll make it for you. Uh, I also have this uh, neat little thing on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern called The Right of the People, where we use the first to defend the second. It is a uh, Second Amendment news, politics, and current events live stream. So go ahead and check that out. Um, got a bunch of stuff coming up. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, By the way, thank you for the invite, man. Sorry I haven't been around for a while, but, you know. Life happens, bro. Life, life has life happened. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's good. You know, most people notice that from Memorial Day to the end of October every year, I'll put out stuff once a week or so, and then I'll really kick it into high gear the winter and, and all of that fall and winter. I work 70 hours a week uh, in my real life job. You got to pay bills and all that. So from Memorial Day to the end of October, I'm busy as hell. Uh, so thanks for everyone that's always sticks with me uh, through the summer and early fall months because that is my hell time at work. You're getting ready to see a lot more of me. Um, I'm, uh, that might be unfortunately. I don't know. Uh, but you're getting ready to see a hell of a lot more of me coming up and starting in November um, and all of that. But, yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, I get it. Sandy, EDC, like I said, thank you for coming on. I hope we haven't shocked all you too bad. Um, we do have a good time on these chats. We try to be entertaining, but we also try to give some educational stuff out there. At least give our opinions on stuff, whether it's a good opinion or not. 
we just like to have fun, but we try to do it in a way that you can still learn some stuff. If you've enjoyed it so far, man, welcome to the dark side. We love having you. Make sure every Tuesday at 7 Central, you guys are right on with this as we have a good time every week. Go check out Rogue, his channel, his content, his podcast. Check out Mike, his, his channel, his content, his podcast. Don't go check out Clover. Nope. That dude there, nope. don't go check him out. He's a turd. Nope. Just a bunch uh, of bud guns and just man, a bunch of fud shit, you know. Damn frog guns, man! I swear. Yeah, I'm the frog man. <laughs> Someone called him Frogger Attack up there earlier in the show. Frogger <laughs> Attack. That's got to be a new T-shirt or sticker. That's gonna be least. a new. That's gonna be a new sticker and patch of some sort. <laughs> I just gotta figure out how to do it. Frogger Attack. There's so many ways you can go with that. Uh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. Everyone knows. Uh, the bromance is real with me and Clove. Um, he is um, my best friend in this GunTuber thing. We do talk pretty much every day, but he's a really, really solid guy. He's a little annoying. He is a know-it-all. He doesn't like yeah. letting people talk. Yeah. He likes to talk over people. Correct. All of these things are true, Correct. but yeah. he's our yeah. little asshole, so we enjoy having Clover around. So what, you're ahead, saying is, so what you're saying is you can be found in stall three, too? I uh, know. No, no, no. I have my own personal time. Stall three is for the public. That's for everyone else. I have I have my own. Hey, we usually share rooms <laughs> and shit at shot show and all that. There's a reason for that. Just kidding, no. <laughs> uh no. Um, but he is a great guy. Uh you've got a lot of different hats between several different channels. Go ahead and take some time, talk about all the shit that you're doing. Uh plug away, man. I don't First of all, thanks for always riding shotgun with me. Um yeah, man, I always, I always enjoy it. This, this one especially. Right? you know, we haven't yeah. done the uh, the after hours or the studio, you know, the nerd yeah. chat. So this yeah. is kind of fun because it kind of brought all that back that we're used to doing on Thursday nights, you know. Um, and make no mistake, I mean, I plan on bringing some of that back. I just need to build up the GunTuber Academy channel a little bit first. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't know this, and just for those that are maybe wanting to start content creation and stuff out there, because it seems like there's several, um, don't stress your channel early on with live stream stuff. Live stream can be detrimental. You can work yourself into a hole by just doing live streams. Um, so be be careful with that or doing too many. So be careful with I just, that. I just put the link out there for the GunTuber Academy. So there you so, go. Good yeah, enjoy. and uh, uh, all of again, all of the uh, past episodes. Look under the playlist, and you'll find the past episodes because there's not a whole lot of new content. Uh, I am uploading once or twice a week to that, but you know, most of it is legacy content under playlist. Um, yeah, and then you can find all the fud stuff, right? The fud guns and other things on CloverTac. Dropped a um, shit. Dropped a video, a holster video from USCCA today. Uh, what Saturday I dropped a video from USCCA uh, with uh, Staccato. Still a few more of those USCCA videos to release. And then, uh, man, got to start working on some of the other reviews and stuff like that. Um, you know, you were talking, we, we, we jumped down. We, we real quickly jumped off the trust and kind of went into the oh, yeah, supporting yeah, people yeah, thing, right? And yeah, so one thing I was going to say is a dirty little secret uh, with creators uh, when you're talking about reviews and stuff. A lot of us review things 
from companies that we are fans of. We already own their products. We know are good ahead of time. So when you say I'm not just gonna work with anyone that's getting any free shit, I'm going to yeah. work with a company that I already yeah. use. Right. Yeah. So like for me, you won't see me doing Olight because I'm forever a Streamlight fan. And I have a relationship now, thankfully, and blessed to have that with Streamlight. So you'll see Streamlight products. Now, with that being said, right, there are a lot of creators that do that. They chase after brands that align with what they already enjoy and know is good. However, um, I do agree with the, the idea that a creator should go into that review looking at things from a different perspective even though i can't find any fault with it the way i use it or i would use it i need to be looking at well what if i did something different what if i had a different purpose or use for this is this problematic and that works the same way even if i find a problem right even if i say well the clip on this light let's go with the stream yard example or stream light example let's say the clip on this light, right? Like, Hey, this clip doesn't work real well with the pants that I wear, but right. If you wore tactical pants or if you were wearing blue jeans or if you're wearing, you know, if you put it in your cargo pocket, for example, right. Then that might work for you. And I think people have to be open to the different types of perspectives and or offer those different types of perspectives based on, how that item is going to be used, not specifically on how they use it. And I think that's important. So yeah, that was my tip for the day. No, absolutely. And I think that, um, get rogues, YouTube link. I'm putting everybody's out there. So I'm getting this done. Go check out, especially for some of the new people that are out there joining us. Um, there you go. Go check on everybody out on the, on the panel. And we put we put real call. I put real calls a couple times in the chat. So I think people saw it real calls as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and I think I think that's ultimately what it comes down to is um when it comes to gun tubers or just YouTubers in general, I have my certain criteria that I'm looking for, whether I trust someone or if I whether I, I trust them or if I'm just gonna watch their stuff you've got to entertain me a little bit you've got to show that you've got a little bit of a sense of humor a little bit of a smart ass uh you gotta show me that you don't take yourself too seriously uh it's got you've got to be okay with with just bashing yourself at times uh, you gotta be able to laugh at yourself more importantly you just gotta to me you've just got to be honest and, and shoot straight if you can do those things then you've got me as a viewer um, what I'll say is to this is we, we brought this up a little while ago, kind of, and, and I was thinking about it. Everyone that becomes a creator. Okay. Let's, let's be honest. Everyone that starts out as a creator has an agenda. Yep. For some people it's making money for some people. It's truly about educating for some people it's becoming famous for some people it's about getting free shit everyone has their own internal reason do does everyone i shouldn't say everyone i'm not going to make a blatant statement does the vast majority of everyone want to be accepted and be liked absolutely no one wants to put videos out there consistently that i have no thumbs up all thumbs down people just dog cussing you bashing you in the comments people are going to stop doing videos at that point 
nobody likes that. So we all want to be liked. We all want to be accepted. Um, we all have our own agenda as to reason why you start your YouTube channel. And what I'll say is this, and I'm not, I am not, um, an OG like G was like one of the very first ones out there. Um, I think that me and Mike and Clover have been doing this all about the same amount of time, about four years, four or five, less than five, but around four to five years rogues a, a couple years behind that, but we've all been doing this long enough to see growth and to see what people that kind of started out at the same time, what they have or hadn't done. We've also been able to see how people have changed, good or bad. I would say this, if you're looking into being a content creator, whether it's in the GunTube world or whatever, just on YouTube or whatever, social media in general, if you can keep your original, your original reason for starting that in mind forever, I think that the other people in this room, if you told, if you would have asked them five years ago and say, hey, four years or five years down the road, it doesn't matter what numbers we're all at, but would you have ever thought that your channel would have X amount of subs, whether it's 5,000, 10,000, whatever? I think all of us would sit there and say, no, because who's going to watch my shit? If you can keep in the back of your mind your original reason for starting a channel, and for some, let's be honest, it is for celebrity and it is for money. But as long as you're up front with that, I'm okay. doesn't mean that I'm going to support it, but I'm okay. If you just tell people, hey, I'm trying to get rich and famous off of this, enjoy my shit, and you give me a reason to entertain me, I'll stick around because at least you're up front about it. But if you can keep in mind your original reason for starting your channel in the first place five, ten years down the line, and you're still doing it, then I promise you, you're doing it for the right reason. So, um, yeah, I absolutely had fun with this conversation. I was a little nervous about it because um, I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know, could it be a dumpster fire? Could it? I mean, there's no telling where this conversation goes. So it was great. Thanks to everyone out there uh, who was out here live with this. The conversations were great. The questions were great. Uh, welcome to a couple newbies out there. Um, Sandy and EDC Texan and all that. Thanks for coming out. Um, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on. We hope that you you enjoy the what we do, and we hope you join the family. And you're here, and 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 if nothing else, come hang out with us for a couple hours every Tuesday night at seven central. Uh, go check out Rogue and I'm this backwards. Rogue and Mike and Clover. I can't do it. It's all weird when you're doing this. It's really weird. So, uh, yeah, uh, we all have a good time, and there are a lot of good people. There's a lot of good people out in the chat that do really good work. Gizzard Gary's out there, Roll Call. Um, there's a bunch of them that do really good work out there, so go check them out as well, especially if you're new to the, the gun tuber thing. Send me an email. You know, it, I'll give you my opinion on whoever. If I don't like you, like them, I'll tell you. Yeah, I don't trust that guy, but that's not going to make – I don't want you to base your opinion on someone on what I think. That's just – I might know that person, or I might have met them in person. I might have spent time with them. I might have seen them do something that I didn't disagree, that I didn't agree with, and that might change my opinion. Whether or not it is or right or wrong, don't take my opinion. Do your own due diligence on gun tubers. Trust who you want to trust. Do all of that. 
but have criteria. And if someone crosses you, you can either give them a second chance or tell them to hit the road. But uh, we hope you don't do that with us. We we hope we enjoy. Uh, we entertain you guys. We hope we educate you guys and uh, all that stuff. So thanks again for watching. We will see you soon next Tuesday. Do I have anything going on? Yep. No, I don't have anything going on. So I think I will be live text next text news day. Woo. <laughs> you got to love it. I haven't even been drinking what road call is drinking, but uh, next Tuesday we'll, we'll see you guys as well. Getting ready to go to our first uh, long range precision matchup in Missouri the week after that. So we'll be talking about that. I'm sure guys, thank you so much for watching live. Thank you to everyone watching and replay and listening on podcasts. Yes, this is ripped. The audio from this is ripped and it goes out to our podcast side on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. I don't know. Wherever and everywhere that you can find a podcast, we're on there. So if you like the podcast form, this will be on there tomorrow sometime. So uh, if you're listening to this in podcast, it, obviously it's already there. So uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Simplify. <laughs>